yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at that. All right, and we're Good just gonna do it. Waves. We're just we're just gonna hit the button. We're just gonna hit start recording. So, bam, we're live, guys. Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Chris, aka SSJ Blackrot, aka Mr. Muckluck, aka the Great One, aka. I'm out of AKAs. I'm gonna make up some more. I promise you, it's gonna happen eventually. But I'm excited. It's here. It should I play that episode seventy-seven, and it, with that that much closer episode 78 mm. and then 79 and then episode 80 what and then it's just gonna keep going until we hit 100 yeah yeah numbers they don't stop it's crazy <laughs> no way i promise you i promise you what if like next episode i like just i, I screw up on my like, yes episode uh 79 i just completely skipped an episode i've feared that actually that we would just skip one unceremoniously we just, should that's that's happened before i was like yo wait what episode is this because like i think i changed the number but then you changed the number yeah. and then subject t changed the number and i was like wait a minute <laughs> whoa hold on guys <laughs> what number is where, this where are we right now right yeah it was wild we might What's be good, everybody. I mean, we might be on episode 150, you know, right now. If I said it feels like we've been podcasting for so long, and that's what it feels like at this point now. I I've stopped counting. I think at some point we're just gonna it's just gonna be should I play that? No episode number. <laughs> right, right. That must be nice. I feel like I'm still on like 12. Because <laughs> <laughs> y'all had a head start on me, you know? It is what it yeah. is. Yo, but guess what? Guess what? It doesn't it doesn't matter what happened in the past because you can't change that. All you can change is the now, and you're here. It's James yeah. the Green, y'all. How you what doing, up, man? What up? What's going on? How's it going? That was nice. Thank you. I needed that. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. How's it going for how's you? It, I was gonna say, how's how's your work week? I know you you know you you're doing you're doing doing some some things right now, and yeah, you know, I guess how's that going? Work week's been okay. They've been good about divvying up my shifts, so I'm not gone for long stretches. But I actually have a six day coming up no days off at until yeah next wednesday so mm. Mm. we'll see a lot of early mornings but they get up right at four so my day's still kind of okay. there i feel like those are like yeah. the the best times like if you're working shift work like that like those morning shifts are pretty good you feel like you still have yeah. the day when you leave you know exactly and then the first couple of hours you get in there and it's not stupid crazy right people don't want to be up that early so mm-hmm. what a time to roll into things mm-hmm. but other than that it's been good stores- and stores are still open. I think that's my biggest thing because, like, my shifts suck. They're like, um, I mean, they're not that bad now, but like, there's the day, like, the mornings where I have to be up like super early and then get off at seven. Mm-hmm. A, lot, a lot of places, mm, I mean, some places are, are open later now. It's not like, you know, a couple months ago where like everything was shut down at eight. Like that was a wild time. That was a lawless time when <laughs> that two I'm weeks. like, yeah, like it was like two, three weeks where I was like, all right, oh, I need to go pick this thing up at uh, Walmart. Let me let me put on a mask. Let me put on gloves. Let me put on a hazmat suit. And I drive out to Walmart and it's like just cop cars or just one cop car in like the parking lot. I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, yes, there's no Walmart tonight. Exactly. So it's calmed down. You know, that's good. If, when I was up there recently, remember again the last month or two, there was like a Walmart that shut down at like 5 p.m. Um, right. Huh. I pulled up. It was boarded up. Security got oh. walking back and forth. 
You, like, that's a unicorn Walmart. You know, it's it's funny because Walmart, I feel like I've actually stepped foot inside of a Walmart and for the first time a, a week or two ago. And, and that was like, and the last time I'd done that might have been like, I don't know, 2019 probably. But um, they actually did a really good job of like, of allocating people you know, in terms like for the COVID response, um, you mm-hmm. know, in terms of like getting people in certain doors, because, you know, Walmarts have like three or four entrances. No, none of that. It's like one inch, at least the one I went to is like one entrance, one exit um, yep. and like a guard at the thing because you can't walk in with you can't be inside without a mask. They even have like stickers on the ground saying, hey, idiots, this is six feet apart. You should stay this far away from each other. <laughs> um, and even like pathways like through the fruit and vegetable section um i was going in for like one thing in particular and i knew exactly what it was so i wasn't like link like lounging around but what i did see was like you know actual paths through all the places and like certain sections that they want you to walk a one direction on so like they didn't really ideally they didn't want you to walk like in two directions in one aisle it was just like okay this is traffic going in this is traffic going out i thought that was actually really cool unfortunately because it's walmart the patrons were not uh, <laughs> were not adhering to all of these things, and it was the first time, maybe in my life, where I felt bad for Walmart in a way because I was like, "Damn, you could literally not do anything more, like <laughs> to protect <laughs> people, like roping off the aisles themselves." Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and even then, you'd probably have people trying to jump it or some stupid shit. So, yeah, yeah. like I, I feel like their response to it has I've not heard a lot of people talk about walmart in that way but like they are actually doing a pretty good job so yeah if you happen to go to one it's actually not horrible i can confirm to doing that down here too That's i was cool. in there today actually mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it is it's a little annoying because like i know what i want it's right there but i gotta go all the way around the other aisle and then run back across but you know the greater good people exactly the greater I- good I can't say that. Sometimes I'm walking. I'm like, wait a minute. Was I supposed to walk in through the other way? And I look down. And I was like, yeah, I fucked up. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, tr- I did that, I, but I tried. I try. <laughs> I try. <laughs> I'm at least conscious that I'm fucking up. Exactly. That's a step in the right direction. Some people just don't see it. But for me, it was I was seeing people complain about it on Twitter, and I was like, Walmart doesn't. Walmart doesn't have fucking arrows on the ground. That doesn't make any sense. And like the next day, I went to Walmart and saw the arrows on the ground. So I'm thinking they either just put this. This whole time, I was just one of those people that just didn't care about the arrows. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning, I'm leaning towards they just put the the, the lines down. I feel like at some point I would have been looking at the floor, <laughs> seeing these giant ass arrows on the ground. Like enter here, don't go there. So good on them. Yeah. But it's okay, Chris. You know better. You do better. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Rod. What's good, my man? How you doing? Pretty good. I'm actually really excited to get into the show today because there is a lot to talk about in so many different ways. If I feel like the things that we've been playing, that I've been playing, um, the things that have happened in the last seven hour or seven days or so has been there's a lot of things going on in the gaming world in this this I don't want to say post COVID because we're we're still very mid COVID. Yeah. yeah we, <laughs> we like snuggled up at this point. Right, exactly. Um so uh yeah, I mean it's I'm, I'm this is definitely an episode I'm excited to get into. So yeah, I'm feeling pretty good right now. Oh snap! That's that's great. Um, I'm excited. I'm just tired, y'all. Like it's mm-hmm. it's it's a lot, you know. Uh, 
I, I do I do want to give some, some shout outs, you know, shout out to, you know, our mod subject team. Like without that the help of like putting in like the new stuff in our in our notes and everything, like, yo, know, I, I was telling um one of my co-hosts from That's Unfortunate, and I was like, yo, if it wasn't for subject, I like you think I'm stressed now. Like if she wasn't helping out the way she was helping out, I would truly be stressed. So, you know, I I always want to give out the shout outs, the the recognition. I really appreciate it. Um, but then yeah, like you know, still doing that. That's unfortunate. We just dropped episode seven. 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 And uh episode eight is dropping the same day as this is dropping on all those podcast platforms and everything. So it's a lot. Like, I don't know how I did I think at one point I was doing like four podcasts, but at the same time, I was I wasn't working full time and I was in school. Okay, that, that's probably how I did it. Because I, I remember like almost, you know, a decade ago, us doing like Media Beast, us doing, um, shoot. What, should what, I watch what that? It? It was, should I play that? Should I watch oh, yeah. that? Um, should I, uh, should I, DPR, uh, the early, I should I play that? DPR. Yeah, DPR. Um, the, the Reactor. So hold on. It's one, two, that's... three. Three podcasts. At one point, I know we were doing like at least, uh, I was producing like three podcasts all at once. I don't know how I did that now that I'm just doing two. And even then, like. Um, people are like asking me about you know hey can you help me with this project help me with that project i'm like mm, y'all you're gonna have to pay you're gonna y'all gonna have to pay me for that one so <laughs> that's that's something that may be uh you know happening down the line so i'm getting paid so nice i'm excited about yes, that sir. but um let's go ahead and just talk about video games y'all uh, let's jump into what we've been playing. So, James, you oh, man, I'm sorry, you you're there. You go. <laughs> <laughs> um, this week it has been more of the same with me. Ghost of Tsushima. I've had a lot mm-hmm. more time after work to really sit down and dive in, but I've been doing a lot more of just uh, querying out the uh, the landmarks. Mm-hmm. And I do want to give a shout out to a couple of things. I know we talked about it a lot between the combat. And stuff like that. But the storytelling that goes on in this game, just from like a world building perspective, I think is really well done. Uh, I feel like in a lot of games, you kind of get numb to the fact of what you're fighting or who you're fighting. It's just it's another like throwaway enemy. But I feel like um, they've done a really good job in this title of making you understand your enemy and actually have a bit of disdain for them. Because for every Every acre of glorious fields that you drive, like you ride across, you're like, oh, this is so beautiful. This is so wonderful. This feels so nice. You'll see a red banner and then you know what it is. A couple Mongols terrorizing a couple innocents on the pathway. And you get to see these these crying mothers and these widows. And Mm. at the same time of being very beautiful, it's very tragic. But it grounds you in a sense of like, you're taking these people out for a reason. They are a credible threat to you and your country and your people. And so it kind of, it incentivizes me more to go out of my way to help those other people on the highway. It almost gives me that Spider-Man 2-esque feeling of how you would always want to stop and save whoever was in trouble. Mm. It does that very well here. So while Ghost of Tsushima is not groundbreaking in any way, as far as open world games goes, I feel like it's one of the most polished open world games we've seen in a long time. So I'm uh, I'm just really enjoying myself now. I have, a, I have a question. Do you think anything will change once we get like the PlayStation 5 version of this game? 
Because, I mean, the game already looks great, but do you think, mm-hmm. like, any extra horsepower of the PS5 that's going to, you know, bring to the table? Like, do you think that's going to be something that's going to change it? Or pretty much you're getting what you're getting right now on a PS4? I feel like we're getting what we're getting now. I would be interested okay. to see what ray tracing looks like on this game. Or maybe some type of dynamic lighting, like more dynamic lighting to see. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like with PS5 right now, the only thing we're, we get differently is just a bit more effects. Yeah. Flush out the particle effects, flush out the sounds, flush out the just the overall look. But I don't think it'd be that dramatically different. No. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing that makes this game stand out is the art design more than anything else. Because I don't think this game looks as good as something like The Last of Us 2, just in terms of raw fi- fidelity. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, <clears throat> but also this game has like again a style that is just that's not in in that game in last of us 2 like everything just kind of strikes out um immediately with the colors and the sort of effects that they do have in some of the environments with the flowers and uh a lot of the environmental effects things like that uh that's that's where this game really shines um and like we discussed uh last week actually or the week before you know like every the 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 reason why they can load so quickly is because all the assets are very small so maybe with a playstation 5 version um they're able to increase those assets maybe make them a little bit higher resolution than what they are right now Hmm. um and make them make them more than just two megabytes (laughs) um and if they do that then it will look even better uh, which is which is great like it might have a fidelity similar to last of us 2 in that regard so um yeah but i mean i do agree with with what james is saying in regard to the the graphical prowess though it's like it's really fucking good it's a great looking game yeah i'm not gonna complain about this game in a few years right you know? right yeah some games you come back to and you're like what was i thinking like does this really look good back then mm-hmm. but I feel like we've reached a point where we won't have to worry about that anytime soon. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. But, um, I mean, besides that, I haven't really done too much else. I finally finished Act 1, so I've rescued my uncle. Okay. Shout out to him. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I, I went back and I was clearing out those extra missions that pop up at the end of, like, that first act. So I haven't done too much of Act 2. Okay. Um. So, yeah, you're still... I would say that's approaching midway of the game. So you still have like quite a bit to, to go. Um, mm-hmm. How are you? So, well, I guess you did sort of answer this with the world building aspects, but the main narrative of the story, has that improved for you? Because for, for me, I think things start to get interesting at the end of act one, like that last mm-hmm. mission that you do uh, was pretty good. And then where Acts two sort of starts is like, okay, like I want to kind of see where this goes. Um, right. Did that start clicking for you at that point or, or not? Um, it did, but at the same time, not really. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like what happens at the end of act one and act two mm-hmm. is really telegraphed. Right. So it loses a lot of the impact. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually more curious to see what happens with me and my uncle. Mm. I'm I'm curious to see how we deal with this clash of traditional versus new, because mm-hmm. that's always a, it's always a fun time to see when the ideals ideologies clash, especially given the uh, the respect and the honor that Jin has for his uncle. Right, right. So I'm I'm curious to see how that affects him, if at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, besides that. I'm just kind of going through. I want to finish up um, the Sensei's Tale to see what happened with the Archer. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Lady Masako is pretty cool, I guess. As for, I'm kind of over just like trying to find all of her, yeah. all of her lost family members. Yeah, I, like I'm, I get it, lady. I'm sorry. It, it's it's really funny playing Last of Us Two and then this game with that particular storyline, and they're two completely yeah. different philosophies to the same concept. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> man. I do feel bad for her, though, when she found her sons. I did feel bad about that. Right, right. Yeah, to provide some context for that. So, you know, as you may understand already, Last of Us 2, a game about, you know, uh, a character seeking revenge for literally the entire game um, for a violent act done to another character in that game. Uh, And... This and in this in in Last of Us Two, it's framed as very much like a hey, violence begets violence. You may not want to do that, and this, this path only leads to more darkness and violence, and that's not great. And this game is like, no, fuck that. We're gonna go find everyone, kill them, and, and revel in it, like drink their blood or some shit. So, whoa, yeah, <laughs> is blood drinking in this? Oh no, that's the DLC. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, but Jesus, yeah, it's, it's really interesting, like playing a game like last of us and coming back to see my, uh, lady Masako's storyline, which I mean, is a character like you, I think is, is, is fun. Like she's, she's interesting as a character and I enjoyed her, but I, th- I think, I think her particular storyline and I, and most of the other side characters in this game didn't need nine par- parts to their mission. Uh, that's some, that's a big thing yeah. for me. Yeah. Okay, so that's something else I, I picked up on. I felt like by the time I was reaching the end of Act One, I was like, "There's four more acts to go." Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just curious to see what the new driving force is going to be. Like, obviously, of course, hunting down the Mongols. But like, how much further can they run? There are uh, three main narrative acts. Um, so, yeah, you're in the middle of, or the beginning of Act Two. So you got to get all through that, and then in Act Three. Um, but the, mm-hmm. your side characters, your main allies in the game, uh, they, most of them have eight or nine parts to one particular mission that they have. Um, some, I would say half to, to maybe like three fourths of those missions are kind of fluff. Um, you get like some flavor text with like what's going on in their story. Um, mm-hmm. but honestly, the, best stuff in in their storylines happens like at the in the last like mission or two yeah, that's that's where the, the all of like the dramatic finish will happen and and that's i think where you may experience the most satisfaction um you know rather than like <laughs> slogging through the first six or so they're just kind of they feel like filler ish in a way right they do kind of feel like filler arcs that's very it's very accurate but i haven't been playing for the story to be completely honest, um, this really goes a long way of taking you past that, what I imagine traditional samurai feel, mm-hmm. but it encourages you to use all the tools to your disposal. I can't think of how many fights I've finished and went to loot bodies and it's like, oh, I can't pick that up, I'm full. I can't pick that up, I'm full. So no kunais, no smoke bombs, no wind chimes. So I'm I'm training myself to use my items more. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm I'm really glad the game encourages that. It's it's cool. It's calling for some really cool moments now because I will think about how I'll get a little cocky and I'll be like, I'm just going to rush in. And if they want to execute a um, a prisoner or whatever, smoke bomb, smoke bomb now heals my health, blinds enemies, critical assassinations, throw a couple kunai, everybody drops. Mm, yeah. And it is. 
was gonna say you're better than me. I would have like popped off some smoke bombs just to scare them and just run in and just savagely attack people. And you can do that too. That's the beauty of it. It's so fluid. Right. Like if I'm feeling like I'm just gonna cut down everybody in my way, I can do that. If I want to be a jerk and just like sticky grenades from afar, I can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if I wanted this distract, unleash a bear, I can do that. But it it's yeah, it's just the open world game refined for me. So I'm really enjoying it. Nice. Okay. Yeah. But uh Chris, what you been playing? Oh, cool. So um I haven't really been playing too much of anything. Uh it's been a busy week. And uh, I mean I've played a little bit of um of a game called Onward on the Oculus Quest. And I I only really played just a little bit of it, you know. Shout out shout out to the v, VR fam on the Oculus that I got. Um they already had it and they were like, hey yo, uh, hop on, let's play it. I was like, all right, only got 30 minutes. Let's see what we can get into. And immediately, so if you don't know, Onward is a uh tactical military shooter for the PlayStation, not PlayStation VR, my bad. Uh for the Oculus Quest. And it's uh it's your I don't want to say Counter-Strike, but like that's like the equivalent to like as tactical as you could get in these type of games. So, you know, like one or two like bullets, like one bullet to the head actually will down most people. Um, and then you have like uh, the AI. So like you're pretty much set in like a sandbox, depending on the map. And it's you and up to three other people uh, going against the computer, the AI. So I think I don't have like the exact numbers like out in front of me, but like, it's something where like you're, you know, up to like, like as little as four enemies all the way up to, I think like 64, I, I think I've seen where it could get even higher than that. And it's essentially just like, as soon as you, like, if it's like the like higher um, AI count, like it's essentially like once you're killing people, like more of them are spawning in. So at, at one point there won't be 64 people in the arena at the same time. It's more or less it'll spawn as many as it could or it can. And then um, you pretty much have to survive and like try and take them out. So uh, unfortunately, we didn't really get to do all that because the people I played with were assholes. And as soon as we spawned in, I got shot in the back and then oh, uh, died. Mm-hmm. And then a second time in, I was like, all right, haha, that's funny, whatever. Let's like, like actually play this because this is like my first time playing the game. They're like, yeah, just skip the tutorial. Us playing with you is going to be the tutorial. All right, sure. Yeah, let's do that. Um, so second time in, like not even like loaded all the way in. One of the guys, I guess, loaded in quicker, dropped a grenade by everyone's uh, feet, and we all die. Hmm. So, so at that point, awesome. I'm like, yeah. So at that point, I'm like, yo, y'all, I gotta sleep in like twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I can I at least play a round so I can like talk about this tomorrow? No, we have to so, like, we have to troll nah, you. Nah. <laughs> yeah, nah. so 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 yeah, so like uh, we, lo- we load back in, and while we're loading back in, they're like, "Oh yeah, 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 all right, guys, let's let's not let's not shoot each other, let's not shoot each other." And they they, they all look they all look at me like, "Chris, I know you've been killed twice, but don't kill us." And at this point, I just want to fucking play so that I could get like a gist of the game. <laughs> we load in, and I'm like, "All right, cool." let's play uh two people go off to like run out to the side and i'm like all right cool 
no no like no teamwork no like calling things out we're just gonna run around and shoot they immediately get shot and killed and die and then like i turn over to another guy and like he shoots me in a leg and it's like <laughs> he shoots me in a leg and it's like oh wait i wanted to see if you're actually gonna shoot me back i'm like no this is war we're not supposed to be doing this to each other it's, it was frustrating. That, that sounds but, terrible, uh, to be honest. Yeah, like so early Xbox Live. Yeah, oh, it, it completely took me back to Xbox Live days. Yeah. So, um, I think the next round we we actually like played a little bit more, and like, yeah, like this is one of those VR sh- uh, shooters where it's like hyper realistic. You gotta like hit the button to eject the mag, and then like pick up the, their replacement mag like out of like your little belt. And like clip it in, and then like Ooh. pull like the hair trigger and everything. Like it's, it's it's there. It's like realism is there. You actually have to like look down the scope and aim that way. So um, I want to kind of put this game into context a little bit because this was a game that has been highly anticipated for the Quest pretty much since I think it came out on PC a while back. And people on the Quest mm-hmm. were like really looking forward to it, and they were like, "Okay, when's it coming? When's it coming? When's it coming?" It finally arrived, um, and there was a bit of a hubbub because they they downgraded the pc version apparently to have parody with the quest version in terms of like graphics and map design and things like that um Mm. do you chris when you're playing this game does it feel like and i i heard the term early access getting thrown around and essentially people are saying this is basically an early access game but that is not being advertised as such do you feel that way when you're playing it like the fidelity of it like yeah. Oh, I mean the game. The game whatsoever. It doesn't look good at all. Okay. I mean that. It doesn't look great. It looks like it. It honestly looks. Um, you know how some VR games like really look downgraded. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. This is this is one of those. So like you're oh. not you're not in this for like it to be super realistic like looking, but gameplay wise, that's where it's actually like realistic. Okay. So when you're when you're actually moving around, and of course you could like sort of fix some of this stuff in the settings. Like you actually have to like turn your body to move around. You actually have there's no button to go prone. Like you actually have to crouch. Mm. Um, if you if you want to uh, like you know go prone or like crawl anywhere, you actually have to do those actions. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, and like it, like so and like realism to the point where like I there was a time where I died because I was being shot at, but I hid behind like a wooden fence and mm. would. And wood doesn't stop bullets, guys. FYI. Yeah, don't try that. <laughs> you, you will die. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like, the, the realism is there. It's just the fidelity is just... it. They, they really had to sacrifice that to get this running. Was it worth it? That's what I want to know, really. So here's the thing. Like I said, the people I played with, fuck you guys. You, you sort of ruined the experience a little bit to me um so i'm I'm gonna have to jump back in and next week i'll give more of like a deep dive on it because i only played it last night for maybe like all of like 30 minutes okay mm-hmm. yeah i'm picking it up this weekend so we'll get some games in we'll definitely get some yeah we'll, we'll get some game time on that um we played I, I mean we also played arizona sunshine we did like the uh like the, the 100 waves mode, mode. <laughs> i it to me like i i got not to brag but like my shots like somewhat decent and there it is. It, it's it's to the point where like when I try and yeah, like they like the, the people I was playing with they had like well one of them had to sort of like glitch out of the like 
arena to pick up extra weapons and to like get extra zombie kills off of me but once like the actual arena opened up for everybody i was able to sort of you know do my thing and i was like all right i thought this was supposed to be hard mode why is this still really easy and like i just get bored yeah so well you know you could always play pistol whip you know get on that leaderboard do mm. it mm. <laughs> why some pistol whip chris yeah come on man the aim is so good come on it is <laughs> but is it good right. and in time <laughs> that's Listen, true mm. it's true <laughs> I, I was about to say my my aim is true but i don't know if it's gonna be on beat <laughs> we're gonna see <laughs> but yeah that's 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 all i really got i think next week um oh and quick side note y'all if you're expecting like a paper mario like review it's not gonna happen i gave up on that game oh it's man it's not gonna happen mm. oh yeah. no oh <laughs> I, I just i don't i don't have the thank you i don't have, i don't yeah i'm good um so I think I'll be playing, I'll be finishing CrossCode. I'm going to finish playing that. And then um, it's a game that, Rod, you're going to talk about that I'm going to jump into Ooh. this week. Ooh. Yeah. So yes. I'm excited. Yes. There's a couple games. There's actually a couple games that you're going to talk about this week that I'm going to jump into. Excellent. Excellent. So with that being said, Rod, <laughs> what you playing? Man, I this is probably the most excited I've been to talk about, like, a uh, what you've been playing segment in, in a while. So... Def, definitely definitely hype um I just, buckle up boys <laughs> yeah because i've i've just been playing a multitude of like a variety i would probably say of of games and it's funny off of last week i literally said hey guys i'm feeling a little burnt out about video games and here i'm coming in with like four different games uh technically yeah, five but um yeah it definitely not burned out or maybe i am burnt and i'm just saying fuck it man for the show for the show um there you go but there you go, that's what I'm talking about. yeah, so um, the first game I want to talk about is called Chris Tales, and this was a demo I played on uh, the Nintendo Switch that I think got put up very recently. But it's a game that appeared last year at E3 <clears throat> at 2019, and I've heard a bit about a little bit of rumblings, but just I don't know, I didn't know a lot about it. Um, I just the art style stuck out to me, uh, and it is made by a Colombian studio, which is pretty cool. Very small uh, indie game that is a key feature is listed on Steam as being a love letter to classic JRPGs. They actually name drop Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy VI, Valkyrie Profile, uh, Bravely Default, and Persona Five, um, which mm. it does have. What? Yeah, it has like a little bit of of all of those things and if you're curious about the persona reference it's definitely in the fact with uh, that the battle system looks very much like the persona system like the um kind of pointed like command menu that persona does yeah this game has that um and just the style in which it presents everything is very heavy on the style uh, i've said style like five times now but yeah you you definitely get it so it's persona it's persona um so the thing that this the, the hook for this game is that you are playing this girl in this town i think she's an orphan um and she is a time lord or time sage or something like that and um she meets this this frog who can like talk and like 
hop into multiple dimensions. So at all times on the screen, you can see the past, the present, and the future at all times. Um, and your screen is kind of split into thirds. So for example, and this plays a heavy part. It's, it's actually really fucking cool. So like it plays a part in the narrative. So for example, there is a choice you have to make very early on where it's, you know, you can only save one building. Like in the future, you see that like something has gone terribly wrong in this town and like all of it is destroyed. Um, and you can, choose to save one house i think like some of the housing has like some virus or it has basically the equivalent of like asbestos or something um in it and so it will like destroy these houses so because you can see this you can only you only have enough like in magical like fruit or magical something whatever to like save one house and so you can kind of see in the future that this new family who just moved into this house you know it will be homeless or you can save the apothecary, which is like where they store medicine and that will be destroyed. So you have to choose like, okay, do I save like the one family or do I save the medicine shop? Like, which one do I do? And then you do make your choice. So then in the future, you can actually see that you've altered events to where like you fixed up one of those places. Um, and in gameplay, it matters because you could do things like uh, one of the characters has a poison attack. You can, and, and it's it's like a pl- it's like a literal plant. I think that you you put into the ground. It doesn't take effect yet, but if you sh- if you throw the enemy using like a time crystal, if you throw the enemy in the future, I think it's the future. Then it will have grown and it will begin poisoning them. So it's like. Oh little cool mechanics like that that I just haven't really seen implemented in that way. And I thought it was really fucking cool. I really wanted to shout this game out. Um, this art style is also very unique. Uh, and, and instantly, again, that's that's actually what caught my eye. I was just kind of browsing the eShop, and I was like, oh, that looks that looks major. Like, that looks really cool. Um, and then read more. So wait, <laughs> so is the full game out? No, 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 it's just a demo. The full game, they actually just released a trailer, I want to say last month, that said that this game is coming out in November or December. It's coming out late this year. Yeah. Um, But this this demo is absolutely worth playing. Um, You get maybe you get maybe like an hour and a half to two hours of like the story gameplay. And then you get like a Coliseum mode which is like you play 10 it's like a survival mode and you play 10 battles to see if you can survive um oh the battle system let me talk a little bit more about that so that is actually very turn based um you know as you would expect like a you know final fantasy or or chrono trigger or, or whatnot um but it does kind of bring that mario and luigi element of like pressing a at the right time to time your attacks to do extra damage so it actually does something yeah yeah it actually does something so if you right. time it right if you time your actual attack right you'll do crit damage um, or a chance for crit damage if you time your attack uh, or if you t- time your defense properly um if someone attacks you then you have a chance to either defend or parry so it, it you do have to like kind of stay active stay engaged um and it does have kind of an active time battle system going where it like kind of so it shows you sort of like final fantasy 7 that it kind of shows you who's next in the lineup so you can you know always kind of plan ahead on what you want to do so it's very cool this game is very very cool and i am looking forward to checking more of this out i i will in, probably end up buying this like whenever it releases this year so definitely wanted to shout that out um 
it's by a small studio, so I thought they deserved the shine for sure. So the next game I played was uh, called The Climb, and it is on. I played it on the Quest. It is a VR game that is actually using the Crytek engine, and it's pretty cool. It's exactly what it sounds like. It is a game about free solo climbing. If you don't know what that is, that is basically climbing without any sort of ropes on you, like climbing vast mountains or th- or rocks. Couldn't be, couldn't be me. <laughs> Never. Never. <laughs> If you um you guys should watch the movie Free Solo. It's actually on Disney Plus. If you have Disney Plus, um it is a documentary about someone who I think Free Solo or Free Soloed one of the highest mountains or some super dangerous mountain, something like that. Yeah, it is terrifying. Uh, I've never I've not actually seen the film itself. Um I've seen I've heard great things. Uh, it is in my queue, but I've seen the trailer for it and I've heard that it is absolutely terrifying uh to to watch. Um, and the climb is replicates a lot of that. <laughs> I feel like um, it's a great VR showpiece for people who are, you know, feeling a little adventurous, you know, who want to maybe go beyond the standard, like what's that dancing thing? The first steps, I think, or something like that, you know, mm-hmm. some, something easy, something simple, maybe not a super hot. I think like the climb is it kind of get, can give you that thrill. Um, I used to climb at a gym. Uh, a climbing gym. I used to boulder a, a bit and um, do. I never did any like actual free climbing, but I did do like the the. Um, I did use rope, um, but uh, it feels mostly authentic. Real climbing involves like more of your feet, uh, like feet placement. That's super important. You're not really doing that in the climb. You are strictly using your hands. But don't let that fool you. This game is not easy at all um the the stamina you have a stamina bar on your two hands that you can easily see everything is kind of connected to your wrists so it's easily viewable no matter kind of like where you are um and uh you're as soon as the stamina runs out you're out of energy but like you kind of have to time like how long that you're you're holding onto ledges and things like that the the vistas on here look really really good i was pretty impressed um but what the the quest was able to put out on this uh, processor, as we we know, is not super powerful. But but the Cry uh, CryEngine makes this look pretty damn good. So overall, I'm really happy with it. It's the game I've probably played the least of this week, just because um, just for time related reasons. Um, but I did put like an hour or so in, and I thought it was worth shouting out because it's a cool experience that I I think was worth the money. I, I bought it off the Oculus sale. That just occurred, um, and it was like twenty bucks, and I think that it's a completely fair price for it. Uh, and uh, I'm going to dive in more and probably talk about it more as well. Oh, and there is a scoring system too. So if you're just wondering, like, oh, is all you do like climb? I mean, kind of, but it's like there are other aspects involved. Like you have, um, why am I blanking? It's like the um, not a pulley system, but you, it's like. It's not a trolley. Like you hang on it. Oh, um, you know what I'm talking I about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't believe I'm not. Yeah, uh, carabiners. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so you have those zip lines. Zip lines. Yes, yes, exactly. Thank you. Mm. Um, so <laughs> right. So you you do have like zip lines, and there are other aspects to it. So it's not just like it's not solely climbing rocks. Like it's there's a little bit more to it than that. And since you do have the score system, you have things to aspire to. So like you know, can you do certain things in a 
timely fashion. There's a jump button, so you can use that to maybe skip over certain, like, you know, if you're skilled enough, you can skip over certain ledges. It's really quite cool, honestly. So, yeah, definitely check it out if you're interested. Um, the other game that I did spend more time in um, was Robo Recall on the Quest. Chris, I know that you purchased this as well during the summer, the summer mm-hmm. sale. Did you get a chance to play this at all? Not yet. Okay. So, Robo Recall... The first like minute or two, I was very angry with this game uh, because I thought it was something oh. completely different. I thought it was something not what it actually was. So I thought Robo Recall was something where like I literally hop into a mech and got to con- to like control a mech. Like I thought that's what the game was. I don't know why. I have no idea why, but that's just what I thought it was. And so when I w- when I got in and it was like totally an arcade shooter, I was like, what the fuck? Um, oh no yeah oh no (laughs) i I was i was like oh man oh what because there's a really cool intro that i do not want to spoil i'm not gonna spoil it at all but the way that the game opens is actually really fucking cool and i was really hyped to get into it and then as soon as the gameplay started i was like oh no what the fuck is this (laughs) what is this yeah um however after those two minutes this game after after those two minutes passed i've got to say this game is fucking awesome this game is fucking awesome. Um, there is... So this is... Robo Recall is a game I have heard about. It's from... I want to say... It's... Is it Epic? Epic. It's... Okay. Yeah. Um, so Epic came up with this game a couple years ago on the Rift. And I've heard people talk about it over and over and over again. And how like essential it is. And then the Unplugged version came out. The, the Quest version. And people praised it again and said, you have to own this. I think they were giving this away when the Quest first launched. I think this was a pack-in title. Um, Mm -hmm. So, which is a hell of a deal. Hell of a deal. Um, But uh, it's a game that looks pretty decent. And uh, you are on the street. You are literally in like a cityscape filled with robot, the evil robots that are that you must like what they call quote unquote recalling, which means basically killing them. Um, And so you can do almost anything in this game uh, when it comes to like dismantling them. You can literally run up to them, punch them, grab them, rip off their limbs. You can throw them into other robots. You can get super creative with the kills. Um, you can, obviously, you have weapons. You can shoot them. You have four weapons. You have a pistol, a revolver, shotgun, and a plasma rifle. I personally think it could have used maybe another gun or two. Um, but you do gain upgrades as you're kind of playing through the missions. The game itself is not super long. I played it to completion in like three sittings of like a couple, a few hours each. So it's not it's not some huge game, um, but the replayability factor here is big because um, you get a set of like five or six challenges per mission. There's nine missions total. You get a set of five to six challenges um, per mission and each challenge you complete, you get a star and each star you get gives you um, an extra like unlock for one of your weapons. And that's kind of what you want to use to get higher uh, scores to be able to compete on like the leaderboards or just to unlock. If you want to just unlock all of the attachments to your weapons, that's what you want to do. So just playing through the game normally, you can probably unlock maybe like just over maybe a fourth of the attachments. So you have quite a bit to do um in this game but that's the thing that really struck me with robo recall is just the uh, the the variety of like straight up arcadey ass like executions you could do it reminded me of like time crisis kind of in the sense that like 
you get certain headshots or like the way that you destroy some of these robots is 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 counted so like shredding a robot like throwing a robot in like an oversized fan is considered like i think a shred or shredding or something it's like worth ten thousand points as opposed to grabbing it ripping its head off and that's like three thousand points or something like that um the game is has a sense of humor that i kind of found grating it's one of the things i don't love about the game um it's very like kind of memey humor um it's oh, sign sign me up. All right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Chris, you'll, you'll probably enjoy it. It is not the type of stuff that like hits me at all. Like it's like that. It's like that Borderlands and that um, that uh, uh, shit. What's that game? What's the other game they did? Um, Battleborn. It's just the humor that just didn't mm. hit me. I just I can't fucking stand like Claptrap. It's like Claptrap the game, and I fucking hate, oh. I hate Claptrap. Oh, I don't know about that yeah um, yeah it's it depends on how bad it's is it really bad? But that might be the game for you then if you hate claptrap oh uh yeah i mean if you like claptrap then you'll probably like this game i mean i don't i wouldn't say it's as bad i don't think this humor this game's humor is as bad as that but the premise is that like the the main villain is like he wants to take over the internet and or like use the internet for his nefarious schemes and so he makes a lot of do you even lift pro type of comments and it's just like ooh let's not so so hey so when did this game originally come out uh i'm pretty sure it was like 2018 or 2017 i think okay yeah i, I mean was say, if it was like 20 if it was like 2016 2017 like that was a humor back then but that yeah. type of humor doesn't really translate well, well into yeah, 2020 that's what i'm saying like if you choose to make your game kind of around that you date it really quickly um yeah. in, in this game it's it's very cringy not great there's a few funny things but they're not related to like they're not related to the that type of humor. It's 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 usually something that's self referential um, and, and actually clever, rather than just saying, "Hey, here's this meme you might know." Like it's that type of shit is really dumb um, and grating to me. And there's you don't get the worst of it repeatedly which is nice so most of that okay. stuff is not like so every time you dispatch one of the robots like they usually have some sort of comment and okay. you know like you'll you'll take off a robot's head and you know it'll say oh my my warranty or something like that where you might chuckle to yourself like like right you know like oh that, that's funny but then you hear it the 30th time and you're like oh okay all right um but yo mm-hmm. <laughs> what <laughs> uh, i i need to i'm probably gonna play this tonight then okay yeah <laughs> no, i mean this is like a that's it's one of few complaints i have with the game um but I've, i mm-hmm. do think it's significant because it's i mean it is a part of the game and it's something that you'll hear a lot you know not ne- again not necessarily the the meme humor but just like the repeated there's a lot of canned responses um and it's something mm-hmm. that you do hear a lot of in the game but that doesn't take away from or that doesn't take away too much from the main gameplay which i still think is excellent um it it almost reminds me of like devil may cry but in vr and i mean that in the sense that like all of you there's so much style and variation in the things that you can do that you'll always approach a situation differently um and you'll be scored appropriately so it's it's definitely i would i was actually damn i was gonna say yeah the devil may cry is pretty apt but then that game sirento which i'm not gonna talk about today because i've not played enough of it that is the true devil may cry. Um, but we'll talk about that next. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to play that. Yeah. Wait, what? Sirento VR. It's like a ninja simulation, basically. It's it's P it's um co-op PVE. So um Chris and I, we both have it so we can get some in. And uh, James, I think it's like 
15 or 20 bucks or something like that. So if you hop in, let, okay. us, let us know. Um, but yeah, Robo Recall, it is a really awesome game. Like I'm very glad that I made that one of my purchases. Um, I will probably go back to it periodically um, if I feel like playing just this type of game. Um, mm-hmm. It's a really neat arcade shooter. Somebody, I think I've read somewhere that it it's like... Um, a space invaders type of thing like space invaders to space pirate trainers galaga and i would probably agree with that um hmm. i played the space pirate trainer demo and i i could see that that was an apt description um so yeah definitely worth checking out for sure it's gonna well, be it's well, gonna be bulletstorm vibes i really like it yeah so real quick while we're talking about like the oculus sale and all that stuff anything from that sale that like stuck out but like not enough for you to buy it or pick up. Um, yeah, a couple things. Lies beneath. Um, looks cool, and, and that was like twenty five percent off. That's a game I'm I'm going to buy eventually. It was just because I had spent like a hundred dollars on video games that week, and I was like, maybe I should stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, yeah, lies beneath looked is something I want to pull the trigger on. Uh, Apex Construct was something I wanted to buy. Um, I, I pulled the trigger on that one. Yeah, did you? You mm-hmm. didn't play it yet, right? Nah, no, not yet. Yeah. So those were the two. I think I was the closest on. And in Moss, I'm very curious about Moss. I was because oh. yeah, that's what I was asking. Because like I, 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 I want to play Moss. It's just that I, I don't know. Like I, it looks really good. I always hear really good things about the game. You should play Moss. Just, really? Okay. I played it in PSVR. It was a good. It's a good game. Okay. So I, Chris, I think was about to say something. I that. I have been feeling about Moss and that's like, I'm going to play it based on what everyone else is saying. Because when I see it, I think it looks kind of neat, but not enough for me to like spend a lot of time and money into. So I was like, "Mm, maybe later, but James, if you're saying that, you know, you, we would really like it, then I'll probably end up, I'll check it out. And there is a demo. I'm pretty sure available. I know it is, is on PlayStation at least. Okay. I will, I will check the quest store. I haven't seen that yet, but I will definitely check. Okay. Hmm. Um, oh, one thing I do. Oh, well, James, did you see anything on the sale that you wanted to mention real quick? Um, what did I, I know I picked up something. I can't remember what it was, but I do remember when you reminded me to pick up a uh, a new game. Mm-hmm. Let me see. While you're thinking of that, James, um, I mm-hmm. wanted to mention one more thing about Robo Recall, really quick. So I'll go for it. One of the coolest things about that game is that they actually make so there's no locomotion in it you cannot move like you know as if you were a real person you have to teleport however they actually make it a narrative thing like it is a gameplay mechanic which i have never seen in a vr game yet it's it's usually relegated to an option um but the your character can teleport and they, your the the robots will actually even like reference it and be like, oh, where is the enforcer or the agent or whatever? Like, where did they go? Um, and it's actually utilized for certain enemies. So there are some that uh, enemies that have shields that you have to get behind, and the only way to do it is like if you teleport. And as soon as you teleport and you initiate the um, action to select your location or where you want to be, time slows down. Um, so it is absolutely a game mechanic and it is very cool when you get used to it. And when you're in the zone, you're in the fucking zone. So yeah, it's an awesome game. I can't wait till you, you guys check it out. 
And, and that's something I saw in the story. I was like, wait a minute. I don't see like the character moving around like normally. Right. I normally stay away from those games. Yeah. Th- this one, you'll, I think you'll enjoy it because you will use it to your advantage in gameplay. And it, it's, it's intentional too. They even tell you on the tip screen, hey, teleport to like kill things better. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is, like I said, this, this will be something that I'll probably pop on before I head to bed tonight. Cool. Sounds like fun. James, did you find that game? Um, it was the stealth bundle I did pick up. I haven't got a chance to play them yet. Mm. But at uh I think it was Chris you recommended the stealth bundle. Um, yeah, that one game that's like um like, <laughs> like Metal Gear, I guess. Yes. There was like yeah. a Metal Gear one and yeah. then there was a um Hmm. It was an, it was another game. I don't like, remember. I expect right you to die or something like that. Oh, that's, that's, that's one. That's one I had on PlayStation VR. That's the that's one, I, one. That's the one I told. We were talking about that, James. I think because I was like, "Hey, I'm, okay. I'm thinking about this bundle right now. I expect you to die and one other one that looked awesome. Um, shit, I don't remember what it was, but it looked so cool. But yeah, the, the idea of stealth in VR just seemed really interesting to me. Yeah, so I wanted to pick those up while they were on a cheaper end, and we can see how they go when yeah. I get some more time to play those. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so last game I have to talk about here is Doom Eternal. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, here boy. we go. Yeah. Here we go. So Doom Eternal. I was extremely hyped to pick this up because I think the three of us just played Doom 2016 this year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we were all kind of blown away by how good it was. And we all really, really enjoyed ourselves. So as the the night that we finished our recording last week i saw that um the, there was a QuakeCon sale uh, where doom eternal was 50 percent off and by the time you're listening to this it may not be there anymore but um i thought 30 dollars was an absolute steal for this game um this game's like four or five months old at this point so like fuck it i'm gonna just dive in um doom eternal it is a video game that is very different than doom 2016 I will say mm. in a lot of different ways. And I, and I don't think I'm not quite sure if it is good or bad yet. <laughs> like, um, mm. oh, wow. yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I think right now I'm good. Like, I think right now it is skewing towards the positive. Like I'm feeling overall, like I'm having mostly having fun with it. Um, doom 2016 was very much the power fantasy run and gun. Like you, just you shoot first think later like it's that game doom eternal is not that game it is not um doom eternal is much harder than doom 2016 for a multitude of reasons and i've read that before um but i didn't quite believe it i didn't buy that it could be that hard because i was like Mm -hmm. "Mm, i didn't find 2016 all that difficult so like what are they talking about no whoever was saying that was actually correct (laughs) um and the reason for that is because it's it's a few reasons honestly one of them is that ammo is i don't think i ever ran out of ammo ever in doom 2016 ammo is plentiful you can always find it that is not the case in doom eternal um it starts the game starts with you kind of you you feel weak you feel weak in doom eternal and that's like 
a bit of a change. Um, ammo is not plentiful think, in you, this game. I was um, say, do what? you think that's because you're used to like your abilities that you had towards the end of Doom 2016? No, no, not at all. I think it's it's the way oh. that the game is now structured, which is that it is much more um, it is much more skill based, or I say skill based, not in terms of the player's aptitude, but the literal skill that you have infused within your character at the time. So um, you have. The Praetor suit, which I believe you could still level up in, in 2016. Um, but in this one, uh, it, it's you've got your health, armor, and ammo. Those are the three things that you can level up. I don't remember if that was like... It was like that. It was yeah. like that. Okay. It was like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this game, you want to absolutely max out your ammo. The chainsaw is meant only the chainsaw is meant so in the 2016 the chainsaw was meant for like you know oh i want to get up close and fucking personal with some demons like no the ammo is literally meant for you to use only when you run out of ammo because when you chainsaw someone it guarantees ammo um Mm -hmm. same thing with armor so you have to you have way more abilities in the opening like mission of doom eternal or maybe two you're given like I don't know, five different abilities that you were not given in 2016. You have platforming now. Platforming is everything in Doom Eternal. There is a shit ton of platforming. I find myself often frustrated with some of the platforming in this game. Um, You have to... First-person platforming is really fucking hit or miss. Like, is Mirror's Edge, as much as I like that game, had some pitfalls with some of that sometimes. Um, It's just... It's not something that I think has been perfected. Doom Eternal does not change that at all. Um, there is, and, and the levels are more open. They're more, they are more, I, less arenas than like 2016 put you in arenas constantly. Like that's what each encounter felt like. And I always felt myself with forward momentum going from room to room to room, going like, okay, I'm going to hit you know get this person and get this person like that's just not how you can do it here because you get burned too easily the little floating orb head things the things that you could take Mm -hmm. out on like a few shots that's not it's not really what happens here like you have to the emphasis is on getting glory kills because glory kills refill health they give you ammo or health packs um which i believe was the case here but each enemy requires almost like certain weapon combinations in order to take out effectively. Um, you don't feel as quick in this one. You rely a lot on the dash. Um, the dash, I do not believe, was a 2016 thing. Um, you have a a double dash that you can do um, that you will need to reply on because if you try to just ru- merely run in through a level, you will get gunned down. The enemies fire will rain down on you um so this is not a game that is like you know i'm just gonna you know everyone fears me type of thing this is like a oh shit like i'm getting my shit kind of rocked um and the opening cinematic for this game definitely fools you because it kind of starts in that doom way of like oh fuck yeah like kind of shows the doom slayer and he's like all right i'm about to go kick some some red ass um and that's Mm -hmm. that's not <laughs> what happens <laughs> in this game um huh. so yeah it, huh. it is um this game is interesting so yeah i, I mean i say all of that because i want to emphasize that i don't i i don't think it's a bad game but it is definitely a different game it, it is not the same and and that's you know what you you take us a, a chance on a sequel and I appreciate that. And I don't, and again, I, and when, when Doom Eternal is on, 
it's on. And there are a lot of moments that it does feel like an, a true expansion of the 2016 formula. So it does feel like, you know, you know, Bethesda, you know, went in and said, okay, we're, we are changed. We're, we're going to, what are the things that we can do or expand upon in eternal? We're not, it does not feel like an expansion of 2016. It feels like an evolution in some ways. Um, I just don't know at this time how successful it is right now. It's good though. Right now I feel overall it's okay. It's, it's, it's good. Okay. Yeah. No, it's funny. So the way that you're describing that you have to play in this game yeah. is sort of how I adapted how to play in 2016. Like, yeah, like for so so for like example, like um, I think for me, I upgraded my suit. I upgraded the ammo last on my mm-hmm. suit yeah. in the first game. So when it came down to like running out of ammo, like that happened to me a lot. Yeah. So I had to like learn to use the chainsaw to get extra ammo. And then, like when it came down to like certain enemies, as soon as they show up, I'm I'm pulling out like that um the plasma cannon and then using like the all like the the augmented the ability, yeah. The and like, um, wait, which 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 gun was it that had like the the special beam cannon? Like that's what I used. Oh, oh uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name. Yeah, like that that normally like one or two shots enemies. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I mean. I mean, it's good that you adapted to that. I I still think that just the way this game is designed, I I think you adapted to it in a game that was that was just constructed differently. Like it, it's it forces yeah. the player to if this game forces the player to be much more mindful than I think even more so than than in 2016. You could get away with being much more reckless in that game um, because it, mm-hmm. it rewarded Ooh, that okay. type of gameplay yeah. easily. And this game does I not have a problem. It, 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 yeah, <laughs> I was, I was very reckless in that one. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it punishes that type of style. I mean, I was too like, but that was the fun of it. Like for me, that was yeah. what made right. the game. That was what made doom doom. Um, and this punishes that play style so hard at first. I was like, am I supposed to be having fun with this right now? Cause like, this is not, oh, no. this is not, I, I want to play it a certain way, but I can't at the moment. Um, and now hmm. after a few upgrades, it's better. It's a little better, um, but it's still a different game. And, and even so, like I mentioned earlier, like the some of the enemies are down in completely different ways. So I have to throw like three rockets at the floating uh, eye demon thing. Whereas before I could take a few shots, do a glory kill and move on. It's like, that's not, that's not really what happens here anymore. And you have way more. Now, all that being said, you do have much, much, like many more abilities. You know, you have again the dash, the 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 double jumps, the um, the dashes. You have the grenade, your frag grenades, ice grenades. Um, you've got your flamethrower that you have. Uh, you have more options to tackle objectives, and you but you need to absolutely utilize the entire arsenal. I'm the type of person who kind of tends to get stuck in like one type of like I find something I like and I could just kind of use that. Oh, and you just stick with it. Yeah. Okay. This game punishes the shit out of that. So like I've had to use ev- absolutely I was just in a uh, in a scenario yesterday where I used literally everything at my disposal that I could possibly use uh, and and survive the encounter with like five health, um, <laughs> which is insane. And I've used um, multiple extra lives that you accumulate 
And yeah, I mean, if you like exploration, this game has much more of that than 2016. So I think you'll be really happy here because again, the the, the levels are much more open um, and you don't feel very constricted in terms of like how you explore the environment or even tackle the arenas. Yeah. See, I, I so I got the gameplay up on the stream right now and I could see what, what you're saying with like how fluid the gameplay is. Like it's, it's, I feel like 2016 was already on like 10. Yes. This feels like it's on 12. Yes, it does. It does. It feels like it's on 12 because your life is that much more in danger constantly. Like you, you, yeah. you, you don't feel like the all powerful Doom Slayer. You feel like, oh, fuck, I'm just scraping by. It's a very different design philosophy for this game. Yeah. Like there's yeah, no respite I'm, here. Exactly. You're always in the middle of oh, something. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You're always in the middle of something. Um, that's a perfect way to describe it, really. Um, yeah, I, I still think you, you guys should check it out because I think it's worth. Oh yeah, yeah sure. it's worth a look. I just mm-hmm. think it's worth noting. Like, don't come into it expecting 2016. Like, it's a different game. And and people, I'd heard that, but I just yeah, did, I heard that a lot too. I, I didn't really like understand what that was supposed to mean, but now I I get it. <laughs> um, and I'm like on the fifth level of this, so I'm about I'm almost halfway. I think there's like. 13 14 stages or something like that so i'm approaching the halfway point um got a little bit to go but i mean so far i'm having fun i mean again the the boss encounters and the the gameplay itself like just the raw visceral gameplay is still there like it's you get that like you do a glory kill on someone there's there's a glory kill specifically where you on a small enemy uh, where you you punch their shoulders down and then their head like you punch their head <laughs> into yeah and like yes. it's into their fucking body it looks hilarious oh, but it's so, so good. brutal and i'm just like jesus christ like first time i saw it i was like god damn um yeah, they showed it while you were talking that was that's classic. oh really that's, I love that. that's funny yeah. um yeah so it, worth a shot i'm gonna certainly be talking about this more as i continue to go through it but right now positive impressions uh, for the most part, there are some nitpicks here and there that I've got with it, uh, some some beef. But I, I still think that this is among the most unique and frantic, chaotic, uh, satisfying first-person shooters that you can play, certainly of this year. So certainly worth a look. I think at $30, it was a goddamn steal. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah. I was gonna say shout shout out to GameFly. I've had it here for like the past couple of weeks and just haven't had the time to play it. Oh but wow, yeah, now, yeah. Now that yeah, now that you you, you know you're, you're saying this about the game, I, I definitely want to give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. It begins. I I'd be I would g- genuinely be fascinated to hear what you. I want to kind of have the discourse with somebody else who's played it. So um, yeah, definitely let me know whenever you do. But yeah, that's that's it for me, guys. I I went for a while, but uh, thank you for for letting me do that. It's always good to you know. It's good to hear that you had you know you've had the time to play a bunch of games because I know you're gonna go in detail with it and give us like really good insight. So anytime that you have like a a, a full list of games to talk about, I'm happy. Excellent. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and jump into the news for the week. Uh, we're gonna start off with the state of play that happened August sixth, and uh, you know we talked about this last week how pretty much this wasn't going to be. Um, anything next gen like their focus was uh current gen, which I feel like they they they, they sort of threw in some some next gen stuff, which I'm, I'm glad that they did. They showed off some like 
I guess it was third party PS5 games. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, it looked cool. Like I, I didn't watch it live. I watched like bits and pieces, but um, I enjoyed what I saw. What about you guys? Did you see it, James? I didn't see the whole thing, but I did end up watching a lot of the trailers that dropped. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Alongside. Uh, the main thing I did watch was this, actually, the Crash 4, because I was curious to see what they were going to do with this. Like, we were going to mm-hmm. get what felt like an original Crash game with a new coat of paint, or were they going to try and try something different? I'm glad they went this route. This gives me warped vibes, and I, I love Crash Warped. Yeah, which they referenced a couple times in that trailer. Mm-hmm. And I guess that fits with the naming philosophy, even being about time and dealing with time travel and that sort of thing. Yeah, but um, but I'm excited. Honestly, I think this looks great for what it's supposed to be. Hmm. Yeah, and it's it's something where like I've I've never been like super into Crash Bandicoot. Like I've yeah. I've dabbled in them. Mm-hmm. I've played them here and there. I've never. I don't think I've ever finished a Crash Bandicoot game. But um, mm-hmm. this I mean this one looks fun. And it's cool that you know you have like your your play new playable characters, um, and the game just looks like it it knows what it is, yeah. and it's just gonna take it's just gonna just run with that, which I appreciate. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to Torture Bob for doing a great job with this type of stuff. And honestly, this makes me curious about what Ninja Spiral is gonna be like. Even though I know we're getting Crash for, mm-hmm. but I feel like both of those uh, remakes sold well enough that we end up getting like full on sequels, and here we are. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they they've given up on Skylanders, so it's about Sky time we what? get like a, whew, exactly. Um, it's, it's about time we get like an actual spiral game. But I, yeah, I just feel like that'll be the company to handle it. They seem to have a lot of uh, respect and care for the Source games. Mm-hmm. Even just seeing like the uh, the amount of care they put into doing the remakes, like I mentioned before. But spot, I mean, Crash Four looks like a lot more fun than I anticipated it being. So I'm, I'm excited for this one. All right. Um, next up, let's talk about, Oh, hold on uh, one second before we oh, move oh, on. Oh, from, oh. I'm, I'm sorry. Before we move on from the state of play, I just want to call a couple of things out. So the things I think were most worthy, really, uh, we're like, the in- Oh, I was, I was, I was gonna say I was I was moving along with other games. Oh, my from bad. My bad. I thought we were going. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, no, oh, no that was too much yeah. to talk about. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a lot to talk about. Um, I mean, was there something that in specific you wanted to shout out? No, I think you were gonna get into it. Oh yeah, Hitman. Um, I was gonna say Splunky too, but Hitman is actually pretty cool for VR. Not gonna lie, it's a pretty cool addition. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I wanted to shout out just the the PSVR support. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm all for that. Like if a developer wants to add, like, because what it seems like is like the full game will be, be will be playable in VR. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's nuts. I man, they really want me to buy another PlayStation VR. <laughs> yeah, I it wonder if PSVR two will be backwards compatible with all the PSVR games. I would have to imagine they would, right? I hope so. Yeah. Do you think that we'll see Hitman VR on other VR systems? I would love it. I don't know about I would, West, but I would, I would I love, love it. it. But at the same time, we, um, I think the Resident Evil 7 VR was only on PlayStation. Mm. Just stupid, 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 stupid. Someone clip this. This is stupid. Y'all need to fix that, Capcom. What are you doing? That's stupid. <laughs> I think they heard it. What's this? 
<laughs> I think they got it. But uh, Splunky 2? Yeah. You said you wanted to shout that out? Yeah, definitely. Splunky 2. Splunky's fucking awesome. Like, um, I I love that that a lot of people are excited about this. To me, this was probably, like, the coolest thing that they showed. Um, because it, online multiplayer for fucking Splun- Splunky? What the fuck? Like, yeah, definitely sign me up. <laughs> um, this looks awesome. And I definitely want to purchase this uh, as soon as I can. I, I just thought it was a cool surprise date drop because we knew it was coming this year, but we didn't really know when. Um, and mm-hmm. Splunky's a hell of a game. So, yeah. Hell yeah. I've, I've never played Splunky. So that's Same. that's 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 where my my lack of hype is, <laughs> is you know, like you, you said that. I was like, oh, we're supposed to be excited. About this one. <laughs> I thought Splunky had co-op already um i don't know if it had it in the first one it definitely wasn't online if it was in there i only played it alone um but it is a really cool roguelike that i want to say has been inspired other roguelikes uh, modern roguelikes i should say um and if you guys haven't tried it i definitely would recommend it or at least i guess just wait for lucky two at this point i was gonna say i'm pretty sure i have it like on like for free from PlayStation Plus or like have it from Humble Bundle or something. Yeah, so. it's just a really awesome game where you get new experiences every single time you play. You have a different type of story to to tell every playthrough. And that's that's like my favorite type of game, really, um, especially with a roguelike where things can feel monotonous after a while. But this one mm-hmm. didn't really feel like that to me. So, yeah, a lot of people are really psyched for this uh, and, and with good reason. Yep. Um. Let's talk about Aeon Must Die because there's a uh, there's a controversy behind what happened, mm-hmm. um, which I don't know. It's 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 a lot because I know once the news came out, which I think was like the day it was, like was the it the day, day of, of yeah. them talking it about it was this? like literally the minute that the state of yeah. finished, there was a statement on their Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, the publisher, Focus Home Interactive, stole the game or IP from the developers. Um, it was crunch culture, uh, lack of payments, and pretty much the trailer that we saw was outsourced to artists mm. without contract. Yeah, that's so shitty. so essentially, essentially the, the the developers quit June twenty second. So sort of up in the air, what's going on with that game right now? Yeah, which is a damn shame. It looks really nice, uh, but yeah, I mean, if the if there is some issue like that, then nah, that kind of kind of sours me on it. Honestly, it's fucking shitty. Yeah. See, I, I feel like you. Would, I don't know how something like that would happen, like this day and age. Yeah. Like, you, you know, you, you're going to get caught. Yeah, you know that you know this day and age of social media that. Uh, Employees are gonna say stuff. Stories are gonna get out. You have Jason Schreier, <laughs> Jason Schreier, the God, that will be out there putting out uh, articles exposing people. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's wild. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I want to kind of see how this one develops. Honestly, um, mm-hmm. just because that seems like a potentially complicated situation. Um, not complicated, but just in the sense of like how that gets resolved. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to see people continue to get hurt over that. I'm surprised you didn't bring this up, Rod, but uh, the control DLC. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, hey, we were going. To- oh, right. boy. Um, yeah. I, 
<laughs> control. God damn it. All right. So <laughs> oh boy. sort of get into that whole thing. So the control DLC, I've not actually played the first DLC because um, I bought the season pass only to <laughs> boot up the game, find out that all my saves were, were deleted a few months back when I had oh. those PlayStation issues. Oh. And some of my Yikes. games did not come over like Kingdom Hearts 3 and uh, Control. So all of those saves are gone. Uh, permanently so i would have to play all of control again which i'm not i'm not playing kingdom hearts 3 again i'm just not doing that so <laughs> but but i, I understood i would <laughs> thank, thank you um but i will play through control again it's not that long it's fucking great so i have no issue playing that again um, but i was w- planning on waiting till the other dlc was out luckily this trailer dropped um and it, you know looks fucking great i mean what else can i say Control, one of the top 10 games of the year, according to Should I Play That? And um, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say other than it looks great. However, however, here we this go. This whole here Ultimate Edition bullshit. I feel like they're going to walk that back. I feel like they have to at this point. This is fucking bullshit. Do or, I, I do. Like, I, so you're going to seriously say, okay, what is it, 60 bucks? for like this ultimate edition for like new or next gen consoles. But mm-hmm. people who have paid day one for the game, like me, I bought that game day one. I also bought the season pass. So I've invested $90 in this game, 30 or $60, you know, MSRP and then the 30 for the season pass. And you're telling me that I couldn't get a free upgrade to, I can understand if it's like only for people who bought the season pass. Like I can under somewhat understand that, but like, really nothing for us like if i've already invested you're gonna make isn't that the point of the smart delivery system right i feel like the the ultimate edition which is just the game with the season pass should like be the same as you having the regular game in season pass right yes exactly Exactly. it is right right so that's no but no, but what they're saying is that you have to buy the ultimate edition so that you could get the cross uh, the smart oh i know i saw that but it's it's the same thing Right. So so at that point in a position like myself, like I would have to just purchase that. Like I'd have to spend another sixty dollars, fifty, sixty dollars on some shit I already own. Like that's fucking crazy. So has Remedy ever done something like this before? No, but it's a five oh five. It seems really left field. Five oh five is publishing and it's all them. That that's definitely a publisher decision. Anytime you have like pricing like that, that is on that's on them. So fuck that. Fuck them for that uh that yeah. that is not like a good that's not a good thing um so that should get walked back and the thing that gets me is dlc 2 is not even out yet yeah yeah and they're already charging for the re the resale right right yeah come yeah. on guys it's it's wild it's come wild. on um outside of that the dlc shit i already bought it so like fuck it i'm gonna just play i'm not even gonna play the next gen version now i guess because like they want to 505 says fuck you so all right um so i'll just play the season pass and enjoy that i guess um and then quietly murmur of god damn it when i finish it and then plug in my next gen consoles um but (laughs) but yeah i'm looking forward to this i think this is one of the coolest worlds from this generation that i want to see i want to continue to see expanded upon and it's alan fucking wake coming back in control what (laughs) what where has he been right where has he been in an american nightmare i guess um i didn't play that one was that good i was it was all right it was fine yeah okay yeah um yeah so i think you guys should oh wait james you played control right 
I did play control. You did, yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you with me on this control hype, or did you did, were you not feeling it? No, I, I really did enjoy control, and that's part of what makes me upset that they're doing this with the next gen version because mm. um, it was definitely on its way to being something amazing, yeah. but just understanding that the technical limitations of the hardware, right? Yeah. So being able to get like the the actual vision of the developers would be nice in the game that we paid for. Yep. Exactly. But hey, what do I know? <laughs> Just a consumer. <laughs> See, I, 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 cho- I, chose to I chose to wait, so I feel like <laughs> they're 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 primarily like I'm like it, it sucks to say, but like I'll, I'm fine because I guess once I eventually pick up the next gen version of the game, I'm mm-hmm. picking up the next gen version of the game. That's the thing. I didn't buy Control outright. I'm pretty sure it was either Game Pass or like a rental or something that I had. Mm. Mm. So I mean I don't mind getting the ultimate edition, but that just feels really scummy in general. Oh yeah, oh, for sure. absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying I'm not as hurt because I, I just haven't played the game yet. But I could I could definitely see where the pain comes from. Yeah. It's a good game. You owe it to yourself. Check it out. So how do you guys feel about Temtem being on PlayStation? Uh I wanna I wanna play Temtem first. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard good things from people that have been soured on the Pokemon experience. Yeah. So I think that it has a potential to do something cool, but it's just something about when I see games like this that aren't Pokemon, the designs just don't hit for me. Mm. So and I don't know what it is about Pokemon designs that just work. Yeah. But these just aren't doing it for me. So so I will say that I've I've played. Mm, Maybe about five-ish, ten-ish hours of this on PC. Mm-hmm. And I, after coming off of Sword and Shield, I think I was just so salty at that point that I was like, I need I need something with a challenge. I need something that just feels fresh. And playing this, you'll get that fresh feeling because essentially you're not playing with the same Pokemon. You're not playing with the same monsters. So you're re- essentially relearning you know, typing, you're relearning uh, just different monsters, you're relearning, like, just just the overall game. Um, and it's, it, they, it, the, the game will do things that I appreciate that we sort of wanted in Pokemon, but we've never gotten until, like, recently, of course. But uh, I like it. Uh, the, the writing, uh, I'm not going to say it was great, but, like, I appreciate the writing. I feel like it's it's far more adult than Pokemon. Like they'll say some. I remember seeing some, and I think I have some screenshots too. I have to dig for them. But like, <laughs> the, 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 the characters will like they, they'll say some pretty, you know, pretty off the wall shit, and I'm like, okay, I can dig this. <laughs> Is it just like one of the Tim Tims like fucking taking a drag of or something and being like, ah, fuck this shit, <laughs> <laughs> fucking all. <laughs> like I don't, I don't remember. It's, it's, yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's weird, and then like. um just interacting with like the world's like Team Rocket version of uh, whatever is in Temtem, uh, it's 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 funny. Like I I appreciate like writing that doesn't take itself too seriously, but at the same time, it knows it's a video game. Hmm. So is this is this going to be one of those? Is this like a free to play game, or you have to pay for this? It's a better. Oh uh, yeah, you, yeah, you're gonna have to pay for it. Okay, well I feel good about that then. All right, look, it's not to worry about any like micro dead action bs <laughs> god damn it 
and this is co-op too right yeah mm. explore together mm-hmm. i just mm. want to play this game now for the adult aspect and just see like are there tim tims in here like fucking having sex or something like like what's going no, on not, not, no not, not like not like that adult <laughs> but like just, jesus man just stuff that you wouldn't see in 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 typical tim tim yeah. has adult content like i'm just thinking of just like you know somebody just going like oh man like, let's go fuck these people up let's go smoke these guys like like i don't know <laughs> like oh uh, yes tim tim's doing drive-bys it's gonna yeah. be fantastic can you imagine a jigglypuff looking monster doing a drive-by it's fucking great it sounds like a nightmare it sounds like a game i want to or a youtube video yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right and then we saw some more gameplay for godfall um what you guys think about that uh, see i actually have not seen this uh, Uh-oh. Oh <laughs> God! Was she? Do we have to talk about Godfall? <laughs> yes. Now that you, now that you, you, you made, yeah, you this set it point. up. Yeah, you set this up where we have to talk about Godfall. I mean, we tell me about it, right? We, we really don't like it. This is such a. This is like the launch game to end all launch games. You know what this reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of the the Order eighteen eighty six. Uh, oh no in so many ways like which makes me here feel, you go again with this order slander yes every Chris, it wasn't good <laughs> thank you i'm not crazy <laughs> you're not crazy it wasn't good I'm, I'm i'm gonna have to replay this game to like oh. see why i have this weird fascination with this game I feel so bad because I don't know the the director for this game sounded like like he was having such a good time making it and talking about it and it just to me looked like so fucking generic like it just looked like it was it looked like every other fantasy action rpg out there like it kind of looked like that mm -hmm. before like when they that kind of showed off concept art i was like oh okay and just keep in mind this is the very first announced playstation 5 game like next gen like this was the one i think this might have actually been shown before um hellblade so i think i might, yeah. I might be wrong yeah okay yeah i think this was the first game okay so <clears throat> i was like okay well well shit okay we're leading into next gen with this game you would think that it's like actually pretty and, and it doesn't look i guess it doesn't look terrible it doesn't look like a bad game it just looks like everything else on the market right now um and they even mm-hmm. make a point mm-hmm. they make a point of saying like in the presentation of like you know oh man guys we don't have microtransactions you know those we don't have them we're a looter slasher and it's just like okay like everything i see about this game just makes it look it wants to be like a diablo but without the fun i don't know like it just i don't want to be overly harsh on it because i haven't played it but, but like it's it doesn't inspire anything within me. Like when I look at it, I'm like, I could pick, I would pick this up because I have nothing else to play on my PlayStation five. Like that's kind of the deal, but that also makes sense for a launch game. Like these launches for both these consoles with time. I'm sure we'll get into shortly are looking a little bare. So, um, I mean, I I mean, what do you guys think about this? I mean, James, you said that you didn't see this presentation, right? And Chris, you did. Right. I haven't seen this part. Okay. Oh, bits and pieces. Okay. I mean, does it, I mean, 
Like, I mean, you said it. We we saw this. What we saw when they had announced this game, like we're seeing now, just with longer gameplay clips. Right. Like, every, like when I'm not seeing anything that's like surprising or like that's gonna be like, oh, that's gonna be a day one. Right. right. Like this will. This this might be in rotation. This might be a game that I wait for PlayStation Plus. I right. don't know. No, I mean, this is totally a game like I would buy because I am waiting for the Miles Morales, and then like mm-hmm. you know that it, it's the only thing that I'm gonna play, and maybe it, it fills that 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 niche for me, and then I'll never play it again, right? Like I mean, and I'm sure they don't want that. I'm sure they want people. They want to retain player, uh, you know, a, a player base, but. Um, and, you know, even when they were kind of describing, they were like, okay, we have the long sword, the broad sword, the shield and all of these other, you know, variations of things that we've, we've kind of encountered in other games. And, and there's nothing wrong with like kind of taking other, like taking familiar concepts, but I don't know. This just, maybe I'm I just, just, I, the, the thing I'm worried about, I'd, I'd want to, I, I just want that this game has like some sort of like deep, uh, like customization like i want the i want like if i'm gonna grind for weapons like i want like these weapons to like be worth grinding for yeah which mm-hmm. in fairness we haven't seen much of yet i just hear like looter slasher and my, my eyes instantly glaze over so um yeah yeah i would <laughs> I, get, I would much rather have just like a straight up action devil may cry-esque game right as opposed to having like an rpg system bolted onto an action game yeah yeah mm-hmm. i don't know i think i i think i'm the the one and only one in the room where like i i'll play this when it comes out like i you know get like destiny slash monster hunter slash devil may cry vibes from this yeah i mean those but you know what i see oh go ahead what i see watching this though uh-huh. is does look a lot more interesting than something else say like avengers Oh. And like the fluidity of the combat and how there yeah. seems to be purpose behind what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know, because I think the thing that's been bothering me about Marvel, just to get a little bit off topic here, is that it feel everything feels very samey. Yeah, but this does with a bit more flair, which is weird to say in like a superhero game. Everything feels slow. Everything feels clunky. This feels a lot. It feels more refined. So. I'd like to at least, you know, get my hands on this one first. Seems a bit more interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll see. I, yeah, I I could be totally wrong about this. Maybe it's actually like a pretty good game when you actually sit down and play it. Um, just I just don't think it's shown very well so far. Um, but I, I do see what you're saying though, James. Man, and, and it's funny you even bring up the Avengers point because that's the idea of an Avengers game coming out was interesting to me until like, then I saw, I was like, Oh, we're making it a game, a games as as a service model. And you have Mm -hmm. loot. And I was like, what the fuck? Uh, and why does a Hulk need loot? Yeah. (laughs) Why does does he need legendary pants? Right. Right. And Hulk smash. Right. Easy. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'll probably end up trying the beta because it's free. I don't have to pay any money for it. Um, you know, this, this coming weekend, but like, (laughs) <laughs> but like my expectations for it are, are pretty low like just in terms of you know more looters uh more shooters and shit like that or i guess it's not a shooter but you know what i mean like you know i have to mm-hmm. equip certain things in certain slots and keep track of like different elements and like you know the rarity of certain fucking things and like i don't know um and maybe that's cool too maybe i don't know anything about video games shit i was like part of me is like <laughs> 
glad that this, you know, I, I, at one point I was like, oh, is this going to be like, you know, another Paragon or something like that? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm somewhat glad that they're not doing that. Yeah. But at the same time, I just, I, I just want to see, I want to see what, like, you know, what gets me to keep playing this game? Yeah. Like, what's the gameplay loop? Like, if 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 there is an end game, what's that going to look like? Right. Yeah, they'll be showing more of this. They said in the presentation, like later, like fairly soon, is what I think they said. So, yeah, don't don't worry. Yeah. You got your God of or Godfall content coming. Perfect. <laughs> this is what we needed. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. It's exactly what we needed. Uh, let's talk about uh, Horizon Zero Dawn uh, launching on Steam. So, um, as of late, we've been getting Sony exclusives onto the PC. You know, we've gotten Death Stranding, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, Persona Four, Persona Four. Uh, what else? I mean, I think it's just like the you know a list that's just growing. Um, and you know, Horizon Zero Dawn is the latest one, but it's uh it's pretty bad like there's some pretty bad bugs performance issues uh some bugs that people have seen on the playstation version as well like they hasn't been fixed yet so uh yeah that's a shame not a good yeah not a good look yeah there was a a good look there was a reason for that there was a reddit post i actually posted it in our uh private chat there um i can't find it so I'm sorry. Um, uh, but yeah, there was a there was an explanation for why this was happening that mm-hmm. actually sounded fairly plausible at the time. Um oh, I think I did find it actually. Someone like decrypted the files, the file types or something like that mm-hmm. within um the game. It was like a some sort of dump. Oh, it's been removed. So all right. Well, <laughs> well, there that goes. Yeah, don't don't know much about that, so never mind. Yeah, I don't know. It's just unfortunate that uh we're getting like these, you know, Sony exclusives that we would have never guessed to see on other consoles or on a PC if anything. So, I think if Sony wants to continue doing this, uh maybe not outsource to other i mean other you know developers maybe have like a specific in-house team that's doing it or if you want to outsource it outsource it to a, a developer that's it has like a good track record yeah of doing ports. i mean uh, death stranding just came out on pc and that is great so i mean mm-hmm. you know get whoever i mean who handled the port of that though. i was gonna say the port was i don't know about the game but yeah that's it, it, here <laughs> there <laughs> I have to just keep letting you have those because I haven't played it yet. Even though I want to be like, mm, man, but is it though really? But you're probably right. I was like, yeah, you need to play that next. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play the order, and you play <laughs> Death Stranding. Oh God! Let, let's see who gives up first. <laughs> let's see who hates video games forever. All right. Cool. <laughs> hmm. All right. Uh, Xbox Series X and Series S. Uh, yes. You know, there is there is a controller leak that pretty much cons- confirms that we're getting a uh, Series S, which uh, looks like the system's going to be white, the controller's going to be white, um, and we're getting like a, a huge dump of like leaked information because of retailers getting it super early, which I worked retail, and it's wild that I don't think it's retailers. I think this has to be like warehouse because it's it's really weird to have shipped controllers out this early like working retail like i've worked console launches and we'd get stuff maybe like a, a couple weeks before maybe like a, at 
two weeks max, but normally like a week or two before, not months. But at the same time, we are living, you know, during COVID. So that might be a thing. But I think this this is definitely like some sort of like someone in a warehouse taking pictures and who's probably fired already. But uh, we're, we've learned that the um, it should be coming out early November. Uh, people, I mean, I think someone credible on Twitter has said, yeah, just, you know, be on the lookout for early November. What do you guys think? How are you guys feeling? Do you, do you, are you are you with me and subject and the rest of us who we're just sick and tired of the name naming schemes of Xbox? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty not good. I would say I don't know, James. I'm not really sure what else I would call it, so I can't be mad at it. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean the Xbox Three, and then like two different SKUs of that, like the Pro versus the what base? I don't like. What would you call these things? Not what they're naming it. They've already screwed up with the Xbox One. At least the series makes somewhat sense. I'm someone who follows relative uh, video games relatively closely, and even like I get sort of mixed up with the Series X and then the One X. Like which is out right now, mm-hmm. and then the Series X is the one mm-hmm. that's coming, and then, coming soon, right? And then the series, as like I was listening to to a podcast today, and they were referring to these names, and I was getting a little mixed up, and like, what the fuck? So if if I'm getting fucked up, I can only imagine how other people will feel. Um, but I do think that overall, once they start phasing out the One X, I, I you know we won't. Well, I mean, in retail, I, I feel like that won't be as much of an issue anymore. But I don't know. Hmm. And it doesn't help that they sound so similar between S and X. That's true. Whereas, yeah, yeah. That's true. Hmm. I just I I I just hope that they don't I didn't know it's gonna happen, but like the inevitable like slim version of these consoles. Yeah. Xbox Series <laughs> X Slim. It's too much. That's too much. <laughs> just Xbox relax. Series S Light. S. I'll take light. I would have to, I'll take I have to imagine that the um, slim version of this will or slim. The the series fuck see series X <laughs> series S S the Lockhart why couldn't they fucking just call it that like I love the code names I was just talking to uh, to subject to you about this, like last last night I was like hey I love the code names for these consoles like Revolution instead of we would have been fucking great yeah thank you yeah I'm still yeah. salty about that yeah it's ba- it's fucking bad I don't know why they did that anyway so um yes yeah, series- wait uh, specifically with like the Wii yeah. I think there was like a couple games that even had revolution in its title mm. like in the name mm. and I was like hmm I wonder if like they didn't like get the memo yeah, right. and just decided just to keep it <laughs> yeah they just revolution all, all the all the discs went to press yeah. and they were like oh shit Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, too late now. Too late now. Um, yeah, with with the Series S, I would have to imagine that it will be a slimmer version, like aesthetically, than the Series X. I would have to imagine that it's it's going to be a digital box. There's no real reason why, and a weaker version. The components will probably be smaller. If I had to guess, I'm completely talking completely out of my ass, but like I would imagine the components are smaller. No disc drive. Uh, so less retail space for the console itself. So that might mm-hmm. just straight up be the slim version. Mm. So the question I just thought about is this. Will these will both of these systems be able to run xCloud? And if so, 
what version of the game is running on xCloud. Because if I can get the Series X game on the cloud service, do I need the X if I can use the S? You lost me. So wait, hold okay. on. Okay, so let's 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 go with this. If the small <laughs> version can yeah. run the cloud at yeah. the X version specs, do I need the large version or I can just buy the small version? Okay. Well, the thing is, we don't actually know yet because Microsoft has not publicly said that you can actually use xCloud on the Xbox yet, which is actually okay. wild. But I'm sure it's coming. But right now, they've only confirmed um, uh, the phones, Android phones right now. And then that's it. So we don't really know. That's interesting. I'm just, yeah, because if that is a case, then it really kind of makes you question why you'd even want the X. Unless you just want that hardwired in, like it's all my hard job experience versus streaming. Right. I said, "Damn, that's wild." Who would have thought? And playing your games, sh- streaming your games. Who would have thought that would work? Wow. Mm. I don't know. Google thought it would, but see how that turned out. Wow. <laughs> you know, I need to. I need to stop my subscription. I still have it. Yet. <laughs> still paying for that. I'm still paying for that. I'm sorry, Chris. Oh man, I'm doing that tonight. So, uh, while we're talking about uh, disappointing things, um, let's talk Ooh, about game on. delays. First of all, that segue, sir. What? That was nice. Oh, A1. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, while we're talking about it, uh, let's talk about some some delays. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 and Halo Infinite have both been delayed to 2021. I feel like those two things should not even really be in the same breath. Like in terms of like the 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 massive scope of, of <laughs> the delays, it's like okay, Vampires Blood I'm sure it's whoa, a great Whoa, whoa. I was, I was going to say whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. You're not looking forward to Masquerade Bloodlines 2? No, 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 no. I am. No, no, it's not that I'm not looking forward to it. I think the game is going to be pretty good, but I'm just saying like that game being delayed is like small peanuts compared to like a fucking halo game the centerpiece if not the only first party game for microsoft is not actually coming to the console at launch like like what i mean but yeah let's talk about vampire first that's fine okay (laughs) (laughs) i mean Uh, let's, let's 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 talk about what people really want to talk about Halo Infinite. Um, I'm glad that they're pushing it back. Mm-hmm. I think that I feel like if they were to release Infinite in a state where it's not the best that it could be, and I mean we sort of saw what the internet did with uh them showing it off like a couple weeks ago. Um, I just don't think it would have been a good look for the Xbox Series X. It's just the new consoles. Next gen. Let's just say next gen. I'm not saying the the Series X or Series S, Series SS, whatever. Series S. Sure. That's stupid. Next gen. Next gen Xbox boxes. The Xbox Series? (laughs) The Xbox Series is. How about that? Series? Series. Series. Uh, Yeah. Um, It was a tough decision, but I feel like they they needed to do that. Like the rumors of like multiplayer being pushed back, the rumors of like, just like how the game was looking. Let's just, you know, fix everything now. And then like delay it to early 2021, at least. 
Do you think it's going to be early? It's not. It's not going to be. I, I, yeah, I put money that it is not early. <laughs> yeah, if they're doing a delay, I don't think it's going to be. I'd say mid at the earliest. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a whole year from now and we're coming back next year. Yeah. 2021 looking at this game. Yeah, I, I think James is spot on with that. I, I don't think this is early. If it was early, they would have. I think they would have probably said something at that point um, to, to quell some of those flames. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's not what happened. And I don't think. <clears throat> so go ahead, James. I want you to continue, James, because I, I, there's a lot to say about this. And I, I definitely want to have like a full blown conversation about that. I mean, it's rough. Because, like, Chris, you're right. You want to make a good impression with your Pillars series. But at the same time, this is your Pillars series on your console that everybody already flames for having no exclusives. And it's like, what do you have in the chamber to back this up? Yes, you have Games Pass, which is great. But currently, that'll just be playing last-gen titles that have been upgraded. Um, Tetris Effect, which, again, great but not a console seller. Um, but the medium is probably the one thing that Xbox has and nobody else is getting. Or is that multi-platform that's, too? That's multi-plat. I'm almost positive. So then that's you. They just pulled the rug out from underneath their, their console. So I don't, I don't know what else you do at this point. It's hard to justify going out launch day now and getting the Xbox series at all especially considering that a lot of these games will still be running on the Xbox One. Uh, you'll have xCloud to play them on the go regardless. And I mean, maybe this goes back to Phil's point that like the console is not the focus here. The ecosystem is. So maybe this is just their chance to really like prove their point that we've built something here. It's still a great place to play. We're just, we'll just have to bring out the heavy hitters when they're ready. But um, as far as selling consoles go, I feel like we're right back where we started last gen. But for a completely different reason. At this point in time, anyway. Mm. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, Chris, you're you're smirking. <laughs> Why? <laughs> no, I mean. Are we surprised? Yeah, dude. I am. Yeah, honestly, like, what the fuck? Yes, I really am. So, all right, so so all right, so this this all right, so there's a surprise of like, wow, I can't believe they're delaying it. But like, there's also the this is Xbox. This is like they they're they're like their whole game plan is like completely different. They're trying to do stuff different. Like I'm, you know, what? Microsoft, do you do you? Like I, it, I, I I don't know how this move is not shocking. Just. I'm not shocked. How? But Halo is Xbox, dude. It is. Well, I mean, it. So <laughs> you might as well delay the entire box at this point. So not only not not just that though. It's like the, the Halo or Microsoft has has been hanging their hat on this this release particular release date in the launch. Literally, the launch of the Xbox Series X and the the um and Halo is was hand in hand. Every single time they talked about Infinite for the last like year or two, they were like, "It's you know, it, day and date launch, day and date launch, day and date launch." Like that's mm-hmm. that it, the Series X is coming with Halo. That is like a big sticking point. That to me, that is the gravity of what has happened. I, I can't think of a single. I can't think of a console 
that has launched with like no games. And by no games, I don't literally mean no games, but I mean like at least something. Honestly, the the Sony would be in a similar spot if it wasn't for like Miles Morales. Like, and and that's like the one game. Um, so I think that they're kind of in dire a dire position too. Like, if I'm being honest, but like, because I think both, and I've said that for what. <laughs> What subject? <laughs> I, I gave I gave a non-answer. I think I'm I'm, me, I'm media trained. That's what that oh, is. Oh god damn this it! Is years, this <laughs> oh, is not years, already. Yeah, it's years of media training right here. It's too early. Um. So, but here's the thing. I feel like if Microsoft comes out like a month from now, I was like, you know what? We're gonna push back the the console as well. I'm unmoved. It's, I think I think my problem is that it's 2020. Like 2020 has done so much to derail things. Right. I'm just so I'm numb to it. Right. Like I've not. I'm honestly not surprised by anything. I, I'm honestly more surprised we're getting the consoles still. I'm telling you, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I th- I think it's. I do think. Well, I mean, it's not the, the, there was a press release right after that said, "Hey, we're launching in November, baby." And that was like the first time that they've re- released any sort of. There was a there was a press release saying that we we're getting this with uh with Halo. I don't think this moves. I don't think this date moves, which I think is fucking wild, but I don't think it moves. Like they're they're going to continue to push the point home of you can play thousands of games, which I mean, okay, like you literally can, but 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 there's nothing like right now there's no first party games. There's no we don't there's fucking nothing. Like um that's crazy to me. Uh the Nintendo 64 launched with two games. It launched with uh Pilot Wings and 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 Super Mario 64, which man, Palo Wings was so dope. Oh yeah, no, I'm not saying like no, no, you're good. I'm not saying that to say to to denigrate the N64. I'm saying that like it was only two games, but it was a fucking Mario 64, like the game that changed right. everything. So like, you know, you usually come out with something. Even like I remember the PS4 launch didn't really have anything for me. Um, like but but they had stuff. They, like, they had Killzone that, and they had like yeah, Killzone, Knack, oh, had um, Destiny, yeah, 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 but just the order, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like there were things. There were not good games that came out, but they were there were games, right? There, there was something. If you wanted to fucking play something, it was something. And yeah. and now you don't have this. And I want to preface everything I'm saying by by like I don't want to do like so I think a lot of the criticism towards 343 and I think Infinite Halo Infinite and I think Microsoft up to this point has been a little kind of skewing in the mean spirited sense like oh yeah like i i feel like it's been it's been it's been a joke this whole time right well i i do think that there are criticisms there are valid criticisms to be had so i don't want people to read that as like oh my god you're saying i can't criticize microsoft no not what i'm saying but i am saying that there are people who are coming from a place of bad faith um with some of these arguments and some of these criticisms that who with for people who really had no interest you know in in them at all or the product uh or mm-hmm. like or seeing or interested in what they are doing um and and i would actually say i believe i, I kind of believe the press release when they said that there's a lot of covid uh difficulties that are making yeah. them delay like i totally believe and if the the insiders are to believe to be believed around this um a lot of people are saying that major game development especially like triple um, studio titles right now are being heavily impacted by covid right now and so if um i was listening to giant bomb today they were talking about how you know games don't typically come together until like like they don't truly coalesce until like the last few months of development 
And if you are shipping a game in November, December for these new consoles, like fucking good luck because it's not going to be easy. Like this work from home shit, not being able to be in the studio doing things is definitely takes a toll um as somebody who is working from home currently like yeah it is different and it's going to be different it's going to affect your business and the way that you conduct things so um i I think there are a lot of people out there who are kind of shitting on the game and saying like oh my god they delayed it because it looks like shit and it's fucking terrible and i think that there are definitely some valid criticisms as far as like create uh creatively like where they're going with it they're the creative director left like a year or two ago or something like that um there were a lot of rumors saying that the game was coming in kind of hot uh, maybe a little bare bones things like that so i mean maybe a lot of that stuff is true but i mean i really think a lot of this stuff comes down to they canceled the public beta um a few months back actually they were it was supposed to happen uh now actually during summer and couldn't do it couldn't do it because COVID hit and they couldn't they couldn't manage that so a lot of things are being slowed down because of this and i don't think that that should be forgotten either um that being said it is fucking wild that an xbox console is releasing with virtually no new games and in the press release they were saying like play assassin's creed valhalla and it's like dude that is a fucking third party like like play play um assassin's creed play yakuza 7 play like all these other games like are available no no would be dope what no would be dope no would be i think they should like really partner with cd project red and be like hey Mm -hmm. let's let's put cyberpunk on game pass yeah well i mean i think you could i think i think what is I think Cyberpunk would be like a really good, you know, filler. I do think that they are going to put now push because I I don't Chris I know you said that you think the Xbox state is moving. I'm I don't think it's moving. I think it's going to stay. And I think what they'll do is I think they're going to continue to push the Game Pass thing. They're going to say, hey, play thousands of games um, on us. Like get this specific tier and uh once you get that tier here you can do this 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 and this um and i think that that value proposition is enticing i think especially to somebody who does not already own an xbox if you own a one x the value proposition right now is like not super high like why are you buying a series x if you have a one x right now um there's not really much reason right. to do so the only reason i could think of to buy a, P- a ps5 at this point would be if i want to play my which i think actually that might not even be true because miles i think is is multi generational um oh no don't do that i, I think it is I, i'm not 100 percent, but i i think it is um and if that's the case then shit uh, shit <laughs> but i mean right I, I think at this point these console launches are looking like i said earlier in the show i think they're fucking bare like it's there's not like i'm probably gonna get them just because like i like new shit like i know I, I like new tech but it's gonna be kind of dire in the, in the first you know year or so i think especially this holiday i think it's gonna be wild covid has changed how everything works you know if you you bring up a good point i feel like here's my hot take and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna stand by this too like if you're gonna get a console day one next gen you got to go with the Xbox. Because at this point, neither system is going to have like their day one must have. Yeah. But at least with Xbox, you're going to have Game Pass and you'll just be able to just play right out the gate. I think I would agree with you if you do not own a current gen Xbox. Because if you own one, yes. well, if you want on one X, why are you getting the Series X? You still have the Game Pass capability. 
and all those games are compatible. Sixty for sixty frames, four K. That's why for for the shiny textures for ray tracing. Well, they just to, just to say just to say that you have it, damn it. I think <laughs> that is their, right that is their strongest selling point at this point. It it, it is. Oh, go ahead, James. Is in order to get like that. Uh, who was it? Abrik in the chat definitely re- referenced um, Assassin's Creed Four. The difference between PS3 and PS4 in that game was huge. Mm-hmm. Made like a total difference in the type of game. And so with Halo being gone and nothing else being exclusive, my push would be exactly what you said. CD Projekt Red, pull up with the wheelbarrows of cash. I need that next gen version day one. Yeah, because I'm not touching Cyberpunk on current gen. No. Not gonna do and, it. And and then trying to get a GPU that's gonna be right to play it on PC. Yeah. It, it it's to bring you back to the same price point, assuming that Xbox is reasonable. It is worth noting that with Game Pass, you cannot at this time. We don't know when they're going to release like the the Series X streaming capability. So we don't know if you're going to be able to do the 4K 60 um, on the game through the Game Pass or whatever. I know. I know we're not getting 4K 60 streaming out the gate initially because I know right now it's 720. Right. They're going up to 1080, and then 4K 60 comes later. Gotcha. Gotcha. So. Hmm. Google take notes. That's how you're supposed to launch your uh, <laughs> your streaming service. You set expectations now, right? Set them low. Well, yeah. Hey, look, they're <laughs> taking low. Taking notes. They they have no games, so they're taking notes. <laughs> Shit. God, yeah. I mean, even the stadium. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's, no, that's, really that's the joke. Oh. That's the joke. That's the joke. That's the joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> All right. All right. So, um. Yeah, two more two more bits of news. We're just gonna sort of go through them real quick. Um, because I wanted to say this, I wanted to talk about this. Warner Brothers Gaming Division isn't gonna be sold off anymore. Maybe. Well, actually, I don't probably, know. probably so, not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, probably not. Yeah, it, it, it's probably still gonna get sold. I think that news came. Do you want to explain like that news first, and then we can go into like why it might not even be true? Uh well you can go ahead okay you got it so there was a statement it was a corporate statement let's let's be clear about that uh from Warner or AT and T one of the two and they were like hey Warner you know WB they're a part of us they're a part of us and they're not going anywhere at this time and a lot of people interpret that they interpreted that to say you know oh wow they're not getting sold off great except that it was fucking corporate speak and that's actually not what happens when when corporate restructurings happen so what you want to do is you keep everything and all your assets intact and in, in, in the hopes that you do sell it off completely um and so i actually have some documents in there that sort of like in our show notes that sort of outline why that's the case and there was a video from an actual law firm stating uh, it was like a 20 minute video it was actually a really great watch um and uh hogue law something like that i'm sorry guys i will shout them out in the show notes but um but yeah it, it's a good breakdown on why like they are even more likely to be sold now um that they've come out and even said this that they're actually keeping everyone right now so uh warner has suffered uh, i think 600 layoffs something like that throughout the division um but that has not come from the comp the gaming company i don't believe so far but that's because they're profitable and they want to be sold they do not want to um you know they don't want to give somebody a splintered division so or at least not yet so um that's that's kind of the gist of what happened so a lot of people were kind of breathing easy when (laughs) that's actually not 
the case at all. So, yeah. Hmm. Well, all I know is that we're getting Suicide Squad. So. Oh, great. <laughs> so you think. So you say. <laughs> Suicide Squad from EA. Oh, oof. Oh, no. Is it? No, no, I'm joking. Like, just, okay. That would be my oh, man. WB. I was, was going to say. <laughs> yeah, they, oh, that would man. definitely be the dead shot if that happened. Very nice, sir. Very nice. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> what does a Suicide Squad game even look like? Like, does it have Jared Leto as the Joker? Does he have damage on his no. forehead? Fuck no. that. I no. hate that so much. I hate that movie. I fucking hate that movie so much. I can't believe you actually watched it. Yeah. I cannot believe you actually. Me either, James. Me either. <laughs> All right. I last have... bit of news. Last bit of news. We have... Uh, Yoshinori or uh, Ono mm. said that correctly, right? Yeah, you did. Yep. Okay. He left Capcom after 30 years. Yep. Um, mm. That's. I feel. Mm, how do you feel about this, guys? I know. Well, I know, Rod. You're you're a big Capcom. You're a big Street Fighter guy. So, how do you feel about um about him leaving Capcom after 30 years? Not shocking at all. Not shocking. The rumors were the writing was on the wall. There have been some rumors for the last like six to eight months or so saying that he was fucking up Street Fighter Six pretty bad. Um, and he's actually been demoted like two times in the last like couple years. Um, oh, no. which really sucks. I mean, I like I like Ono. Like he's an awesome personality. Like he's really fun, very interactive with the fans, and I just think he he's always seemed like a nice guy at least in public so um like i have no problems with ono and i appreciate what he did for street fighter 4 and the franchise in general like he helped revive um fighting games in the west or at least the street fighter set franchise capcom mm-hmm. fighters specifically so um yeah i i really appreciate him and and his service to capcom and everything that he did and i mean it's sad to see him go but at the same time i some of the things i was hearing from about street fighter 6 uh maybe not so good so i'm very interested to see what new blood can do and i'm not, i'm hoping that's who they bring in i'm hoping they bring in some some fresh talent for six uh and yeah that's about it i think well i think i think we I think we might have lost Rod. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um. So, James, how you feel? I mean, I am not as huge of a fighting game uh, aficionado as Rod is, but yet Ono was just one of those names I always like recognize as part of Capcom. So to hear that he's leaving, it feels weird. Yeah, like it's almost like um. Like when Reggie left Nintendo, mm. one of those kind of things. Yeah. But given the, what you've said about the issues that Street Fighter Six has been dealing with, and them not wanting to repeat what happened with Street Fighter Five, I understand. Right. Yeah, because that turned you like, off of Street Fighter Five, right? Because you said that you were not into that game. I wasn't. I tried. Mm-hmm. Um, I found a couple of characters that I liked the look of, right. but just the gameplay itself was not holding for me. Mm-hmm. So if this is Capcom trying to get themselves right again, I am glad because when Capcom screws up, they screw up hard for like yeah. three or four or five games. Right. <laughs> so if they're trying to get ahead of that, then cool. Yeah. yeah. I will take it. Yeah. it had, They had a rough start for sure with five. Um, I think it got better. I think they got to a place that is manageable um, and it's a better 
game. But yeah, I mean, I don't blame people at all for being turned off. Hmm. Well, we can, we'll definitely see what happens. I guess, you know, them doing the extra season, Street Fighter Five is for a reason. And uh, we probably won't see Street Fighter Six anytime soon. No. So yeah. I think, I think, uh, <laughs> I think last. <laughs> Last last week we gave it was either last week or week before last we gave it maybe twenty twenty two, I think that's what we're saying. Twenty two. That, that's that's what you said. I said twenty twenty three. Yeah. I, okay. I, yeah. yeah. At this point, yeah. At this point, maybe twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four for sure. Because it'd be it'd be ridiculous to turn around and do the new balance patch at the end of next year yep. after the brand new character, and then say, oh yeah, twenty twenty two six is here. Yeah. They yeah. were they were apparently like a year deep into development on six, um, and they scrapped it all. Um, so mm. yeah, I mean, happy happy trails to Ono. I hope I hope that he's like retiring because like I, thirty years in the game industry is is a lot, and you know you deserve some some rest after that. So hopefully he he finds what makes him happy. Yep. Hopefully he saved his money. I wouldn't be surprised to see him pop up as some type of like um like tournament league like online coordinator that kind of thing right right yeah they did you yeah, didn't unceremoniously boot him you know he did yeah do the, the resignation it was probably internal where they were like hey pack your shit <laughs> but um but they at least let him Alrighty. they they at least I, that's how it happens they at least let him leave with dignity publicly so that's that's nice yeah you think do you think we'll see some sort of like kick-started uh <laughs> street fighter reboot type thing rio versus khan I don't know. Maybe. Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> Chan, Chan, I Chan Lee. Chan Lee. Chan Lee. <laughs> Blanca. Wait, Chan, that's the same. Chan Lo. Chan Lo. <laughs> this isn't gonna work. It's not Can't gonna do work. It. All right, so we sort of talked about this topic somewhat when we were talking about um, Xbox a little earlier, but let's sort of like just give a rounded discussion about it but um a couple months ago yeah in uh in february um phil spencer went on record and said that nintendo and sony they're, they're not really the they're not the main competition what they're really looking at right now is just cloud gaming so they're looking at amazon and google um i i i think that that's a fair assessment of and like, and that's why I said before, um, Microsoft is sort of doing their own thing right now. And I, you know, kudos to them to sort of like shift their focus. And, you know, I said it before and I'll say it again, future of gaming is going to be, you know, service based, similar to Netflix and Spotify. Um, hopefully Microsoft does the right things to sort of get, be that company to make that jump and get, I guess the industry sort of like jump into the digital age of uh, of streaming games, but let's open up the floor. James, Rod, how do you feel about that statement? I feel like he, he knew what was coming back in February. So he's got ahead of it. It's kind of, it's kind of a uh, scary how well he knew. So let me just go make it. We're not worried about the boxes because we don't have a lineup. Just make it about the services. And, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not really sure what else to do with it at this point. That's the thing. Um, the X Cloud Gaming is, has lost the iOS market. 
apparently, because it won't be available on iOS, at least not anytime soon, which sucks as someone who owns an iOS device and would love to have this on my iPhone. Um, so, of course, that's a hit. So it would be nice to have a place where I could just have all my Xbox games. But uh, I don't know. I'm not really sure what it's going to take, what else they can even do at this point to make a bigger hole in the market. Because Stadia hasn't done very well. I'm really surprised Gamefly hadn't jumped on something like this, considering they were just the Netflix of video games back when Netflix was doing disc only stuff. So Gamefly, if you're listening, you're a little late. But so they they have pops now. So if you want if you want a new place to buy your pops, Jesus Christ, gaming accessories, <laughs> you can get the, you can get that from Gamefly. Really? Yeah. Why? So sent me like twelve emails about it. <laughs> they really want you to buy some fucking pops. Say, <laughs> is Gamefly even doing well? Like besides you? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious. Like how was how was business over there? But I I don't know. Um, I don't see Microsoft competing with Amazon or Google because I don't know what Amazon's doing on the gaming front. And we've seen Stadia. So at this point, they're winning. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I mean, I guess that's one way to look at it. They put themselves in first place. <laughs> they win by default. By Basically. default. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Roddy. What do you think? I mean, yeah. So... I, I get the statement and I think it's I personally think it's right to a certain degree. I mean, I, I don't think I don't think that Microsoft is sitting in their boardroom going like, how can we get at Sony? Ooh, ooh. Like, I don't think that that's what's happening. So in that sense, you know, OK, I, I mean, you're in the video game space. You're specifically in the, the console space trying to expand into cloud services, which is like the the realm for Google and, and, and Amazon. Um but that being said, you know, you again, you're in the console space, which means that you are indirectly in competition with Nintendo and Sony, um, even if you're not going at their throat actively, like people are making decisions for your box um, off of those two manufacturers. So, um, so I, I mean, I agree. I agree in spirit with like what he's saying. And I do think that that's been Microsoft's philosophy and they've been beating that drum since Phil Spencer took over and like for the last few years, those are the moves that they've been making. You know, we've documented that pretty clearly over the, over the last like 70 odd episodes uh, that we've been doing this. Like that's just, that's just their MO at this point. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, Sony is going for the prestige single player narrative driven experiences. Nintendo is <laughs> doing Nintendo things. Um, and Microsoft is, is is definitely going for cloud services and th- and those are three totally separate lanes that they're all kind of going for they're not really they're, they're not going for the same things anymore i don't think there was a period of time when i think all three of them um were, were doing that you know i would say late xbox one original xbox gen and early 360 they were more in direct competition. They were trying to appeal to all things to everybody and get everyone on board. Um, and that's just not, that's just not what's, what's happening now. And, and Microsoft has their eye on a different sort of prize. So, yeah. And I mean, we see that, right? xCloud, Game Pass, everything. Um, we were, they're going to probably roll in some of these Xbox Live tiers um, with Game Pass uh, and xCloud as like the ultimate tier or whatever, which they've already kind of started doing uh, in, a, in a way. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I 
I sure, Phil, sure. Like that's probably right. That's exactly what they're doing. You know, this happened today. I feel like Microsoft, they're they just need they, it always comes back to like just the the you know first party games, like they need the games, but like with the services, you know, I was at work today and um some kid was like talking to their parent at the checkout line. They're like, Yeah, don't forget, we gotta go to GameStop so I could buy some Xbox Live Gold. And I was like, but wait, instead of getting gold, why don't you get Game Pass Ultimate, get gold and free games? Right. It's like, yo, did you do you did you want to play um like all the like Forza, Gears of War, do you want to play Halo? You want to play all of like these like first party games, I'm pretty sure are still really expensive. Now you can just mm-hmm. play pay for Game Pass, and there you go. The parent was like, you know what? That makes sense. I'm just gonna buy that. Yeah, it sells you're itself. You it does sell itself. Yeah, like it's hard not to enjoy that deal. Microsoft, like, it's super easy to sell. It's super easy to sell. Microsoft is definitely not concerned with um, they're they're just not concerned with the physical box as much as they are everything else. That's been made apparent since the their showcase in in July. You know, everything is most of those uh, titles are going to be on PC. They're going to be on um. Well, everything's going to be on PC, but most of everything they showed was also going to be on the One X. Um, so cross generational, it's a family of systems, it's an ecosystem, and and they're clearly still planning at this time, still planning on launching their Series X with no first party games, and uh, but with the hopes that you will pick a box up because they'll sell you Game Pass with the premise of like, oh yeah, this is going to be like, this is going to carry you. So, um, and if that's not the 2013 philosophy for Microsoft, I don't know what is, you know, they, they were a little bit ahead of their time. I, the way that they came out with that was not great, but the idea that they put forth is the one that we're the reality that we're living in right now, you know, um, digital purchases have gone up significantly. In fact, um, I was looking up something just before we started recording, which I'm gonna see if I could pull it up really quickly. Polygon actually released an an article or they tweeted something saying that um, something similar to like digital purchasing in the last like a month or so um, have turned people to digital sales in record numbers. So, yeah, and, and that's that's me. I'm in that. I have not purchased a physical game since the last physical game I bought was I think I bought Yakuza 6 in the mail because like from amazon because i have most of those games physically uh, and i wanted to just have that physical collection but other than that i've I've purchased literally everything on the psn storefront and you guys know me like i am not a digital only dude like that's not my thing one of us one of us no no one of us one god damn it yeah like i i hate myself for it but like i have genuinely done that and i've done that for last of us ghost of tsushima tony hawk like everything is digital right now because i don't want to die like i don't want to go outside and fucking (laughs) catch a fucking virus um but but um but yeah i mean but this is the thing and people have been living like that for for quite a while now and microsoft is is betting on cutting out that middleman cutting out the retailer um making sure that you're purchasing from their storefront you know that's gonna be so dirty walking to a GameStop on launch day and buying the digital versions of all those consoles (laughs) (laughs) just but hey do you want to pre no i don't (laughs) no i don't right i don't want to pre-order 
anything. Right. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's wild. Um, I wonder if because of that, do you think they'll carry less versions of the digital version? Of maybe, examples? but they are available f- for like notifications on the website. Mm. I checked today. I was I was curious. Yeah, people have been hitting me up. Like people like the like the buzz about like the price and pre-orders just like popped out of nowhere today. Hmm. It's hmm. getting close, man. People want to hear some numbers. Yeah. I got saving to do potentially. Yeah. I mean, do you I mean, I I'm assuming that you guys are in agreement about the 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 digital thing, like in terms of the it growing, Microsoft kind of seizing that part of the market share. Hmm. I mean, it was a smart move. They've had plenty of time to get it right during this uh, this last gen. Instead of trying to rec- focus on recovering what was already lost, you know, just geared up for this time. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we're still kind of behind, but <laughs> they're doing what they can. And I think that once we get past the launch window and all these studios that they have acquired start pumping out these games singing a different tune in a few years yeah so they're doing the long game so yeah they might be in the right, they, in the they, right area yeah they're absolutely right that's exactly what they're doing they are playing the long game you know and how many of their first party games are going to have like you know how many how many of those games are going to have some degree of like microtransactions or anything like that because i mean it's a possibility we don't know i'm speculating completely on that but i mean because their model is day and date with game pass on everything they've shown so far uh you know how will they continue to make money through that method like you know these single player experiences like are they going to try to find a way to shove those in um i don't know i feel like it's that's a realistic thing that could potentially happen i hope not because i don't want these games to be ruined in that way but mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I think who's the, who's the even said that we we're gonna even have games to play? Like, like we were sort of saying saying earlier in the show, um, COVID's like fucking up everything right now. It is that's true. So like these games that are like, oh yeah, we're supposed to be getting it like uh, early 2021 or like you know spring or whatever. Are we really getting those games then? Mm. I mean, if Halo is not safe, what is? Because you also have to remember we have to make it through the winter. Make it through flu. Make it through flu, uh, flu season. Right, flu season. When it's supposed to get worse, right? Yeah. Mm, major Ooh. yikes. <laughs> oh, I, I I already like have plans. Like if 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 I just up and disappear, I'm in Canada. Uh, didn't, didn't they close their border to American citizens? Hey, listen, I'm in Canada. <laughs> Fair enough. There we go. But that's episode 77. I had to make sure. 77. Should I play that? Y'all, let's roll out the red carpet. What we got, James? What's going on? Um, Shout out to you for making it all the way to the end of this video or podcast, whatever you chose to watch us on. You know, your favorite podcasting app of choice, your favorite uh, streaming service of choice. Make sure you hit us with the likes, the ratings, five stars if you can, comments. Share it with your friends, that sort of deal. And um, I don't know, man. Till next week. Keep it going. You're doing great out there. I'll see you.
Right, what you got, man? All right. Uh, thank you for listening, as always. And if you really like what you've heard, go ahead and give us a shout on Apple Podcasts, uh, a rating, a score, comment, uh, like, all that good stuff. It really helps with our visibility, and we always really appreciate it. I'm really looking forward to next week as well because uh, there will be a number of things dropping um, so people can talk about it. Avengers, Beta, and Tony Hawk demo which i'm extremely excited about that has actually downloaded the, to my console i was gonna say the, the tony hawk demo i have to like have it pre-ordered to play it right yes you do have to it, but it has to be also digital which i know is no problem for you chris but uh oh, sure, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah no problem whatsoever i uh, wept silently as i proceeded to pre-order digitally <laughs> but i did oh i did pre-order it though um so i am having to the, the demo downloaded right now uh, i'm very excited to talk about that and some other stuff uh probably some sirento vr so i think next week mm-hmm. should be really fun mm. yep definitely next game i'm gonna make it like i actually have an extra day off this week and next week i'm gonna use it to play some video games guys i'm gonna, I'm gonna treat myself nice what? nice yep so specific uh, in the tank uh definitely doom after talking about doom and then we got to finish arizona sunshine and then onward Yo, I'm about to be plugged in into VR again. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm actually going to buy Onward right now. Actually, I was going to wait till the Friday, the weekend, but now after hearing you talk about it, I'm just going to do it right now. So thank All you. All right, but so with that, guys, we are out for another week. Y'all drink water, wear your mask, take your vitamins, vitamin C, vitamin D. Um, I think vitamin vitamin B is also B12. good if you like B12. All that's good. Y'all take care of yourselves take care like just just be nice we're all going through it like if oh oh yikes or or dnd all right so dnd is gonna be something that we'll talk about next week because uh we've been meaning to be meaning to start playing some dnd uh shout out to abrick in the chat yeah i feel really bad about um, that we i'm gonna make my character uh probably tomorrow i will do that tomorrow no, no it's funny i just needed to log in my character's already made oh damn, damn. oh i'm very much behind damn let's go oh man okay. I'm, I'm fucking up sorry <laughs> so with that guys we are out for another week appreciate you guys tuning in and we'll catch you next time peace